let me get this straight, Mr. Uh, Mr. White. You would like to borrow $50,000 from my bank, but you have no collateral. You have no credit. You don't even have any ID. Is that correct? That's right. <laughs> Mr. White, I'm sorry. This is not a charity. This is a business. Uh, and Harry, why don't you uh, take your break now? I'll take care of uh, Mr. White. Oh. Okay. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> that was a close but one. It certainly was. <laughs> we don't have to bother with these formalities, do we, Mr. White? <laughs> what a silly Negro. <laughs> Just take what you want, Mr. White. Pay us back any time. Or don't. We don't care. <laughs> Tell me, do you know of any other banks like this in this area? <laughs> Do you guys feel like celebrities now that you've done a photo shoot? Man, that's a that's a that's a good. Question. I showed all the bitches at work our pictures. Oh my god! Really? I know oh, Brittany wow. so couldn't you've been wait. Showing them the folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of feedback you? Uh, they love it. Mm. They think we are already famous. <laughs> I was like, Do they know that we're not? Are sweet, but because I keep appearing here every week. Um, <laughs> we are not. <laughs> and mind you, I don't want to appear here. Right. No, <laughs> right. no. Nah, nah, you know, we uh, we definitely brought the heat, man. We definitely brought the heat. I, it was a, it was an idea, uh, that we kind of put together in a short period of time, man. But man, it's a few times in life where you just see. A lot of different moving parts all come and work together, yeah. incredibly cohesively, and that and that's what last weekend was, man. And it, I, it just felt great to be able to experience it, and to just see all of us in there like professionals, like because like make no mistake about it, like professional photo shoots normally take a lot longer than that. Mm -hmm. Like we really didn't book a very long uh, block, mm -hmm. you know, and we got a lot accomplished in a very short period of time like we were in there like professionals and that's not bullshit at all like even in the ones that i've sat in on and i've seen i was like okay yeah. you know we didn't have a makeup artist on site mm -hmm. you know teasing you and doing stuff you know what i'm saying like when the photographer came in that was his first time being in that studio mm -hmm. so he had to know how to sync stuff up and be able to know how to use the lights and you know you know us determining what props we wanted to use like yo we was in there man we was in there like the golden state warriors <laughs> everybody was doing which, they was in the position they were supposed to be in. which golden state warriors oh shit good point that's good that's good <laughs> right definitely clear. not this year definitely not this year man no yeah. that's what happened man the bottom fell out man the bottom fell out that was that was unfortunate that's all right. Well, They're all hurt. That's all. And yeah, that's what happens when you have a shit ton of in injury. What's his name? Didn't LeBron say he played basically that exact team uh, in the finals or something like that? And it was like they had no problem beating me back then. So <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So what was the point that LeBron said? Like I, th basically I think basically, even though these people are out. 
you know, he played them in the playoffs. And it's like, uh, wh- why are y'all struggling so bad now? <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, was LeBron being petty? <laughs> Probably. Also, I am the least informed on sports. I am not oh, okay. the person to go to as far as the quotes that come from celebrity No, but athletes. that would be funny if he did say that, though. You know, because they do have the majority of the same players minus um, Durant. You know, it's just everybody's mm, injured. Mm. Everybody's injured. But he, but that's what he's basically saying. Man, that's the same squad. Like, dude, you know this ain't the same Right. <laughs> ain't no one these niggas. Some people. <laughs> <laughs> they messing the whole team right now, Joe. Right. Like, he's trolling. It's like he's trolling. Five trolling. Is that's for him. Now, right. good for him. <laughs> Speaking of sports, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because I feel like we have had a spotty history of being consistent with our podcast releases. And it feels like the last several have been regarding Colin Kaepernick and Jay-Z. And I want to briefly touch on what's going on because obviously it's a pretty big deal, but I don't want to be all day with this shit. (laughs) Did you say Jay-Z for president? I did. (laughs) Okay. And I mean what I say. I know. I hear you. And listen, (laughs) I said what I said and I like it. Um, So Kaepernick's training is tomorrow. Um, first off, you know, we've learned a few different tidbits, but number one, I want to know from you guys, if you think that it is a ploy, like in the sense that, yes, we'll have all these teams out here. They're going to watch you, but it's like, he wasn't good enough and we're not going to hire him because we don't think he's ready. Like they'll have an excuse and it's like, well, we did our due diligence. We went out there and we watched him and you know, he was solid, but not where we need a quarterback to be. No, actually, I think this is legit because I watch the news every morning, right? Because I learned that you got to know what the fuck is happening. Hashtag informed. What happened overnight, you know, (laughs) so you'd be ready for the day. Sure. So um, (laughs) I'm watching the news and Channel 7 is upset that the Bears will not be at this workout. What? Yes, they're like the Bears have confirmed that they are not going to the to the Colin Kaepernick workout, and motherfuckers want to know why. Because I think that the NFL, the team leaders, the um, owners, bagged up off of Kaepernick because of the controversy and what it was, what the whole organization was trying to make of it. They were trying to make a big deal about it, so they didn't want to be involved. Now that it's a green light that he's okay, these teams. Football is my jam, okay? (laughs) Me and my daddy go back and forth on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday nights about these games. I was going to ask y'all, did y'all see the the fight on Thursday night? I did not. Oh, my God. I saw it real time and rewinded it, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, So, they need his ass. They need, there's a bunch of teams that need, like, a quality player like Kaepernick. Like, he's no all-star player, but he's a, he's, he's a clutch player to me. Like, he's somebody who can make a difference on the field. So, I don't think it's a ploy. I think it's legit. I think that now that the NFL is accepting and is cool with this whole situation, these teams are going, to, it's, it's a bidding war, and it's perfectly done to set him up to recruit some of his money and get him paid. Get him his job back. I think it would be cruel and insensitive to play around with his job like this when he wants to play his whole thing this entire time has been to get back on the field. Mm. Okay. Now, I that's interesting. Uh what do you think about that though? You think you think it's a you think it's a ploy? 
I'm optimistic <laughs> mm. that I think I think yeah there's some people that are that are there not to sign him and just to say we were there but I think if he goes out there and blows him away and he's and they're like shit we need a QB I think he's going to get picked up because the thing is with this one, I think because all the drama's gone, everything's kind of died down, uh, the whole thing like that, like, it, it, you want to be on the right side of history with this one. And if to say you were the team that signed him, you're going to go down in the history book, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We were the ones that stepped up. We believed in the cause the whole time. Lying. But they, right. like, we, were, we were behind them the whole time. It was okay. just so much controversy around it. We right. just didn't want to touch it. But now that the controversy is down, we can get back to football, which is why the what the people want to see today from Colin Kaepernick. Oh, my God. Get your ass a job, boy. <laughs> like, hey, Stephen, so hey, just, just like his gave ass. Us You Steven. know damn well. <laughs> <laughs> Stay off the weed. <laughs> Let me okay. tell you something, Skip. <laughs> you I'm gotta like, be out of your goddamn mind. I like my man that does the, the imitations of people like. <laughs> <laughs> he does that and starts spitting. It's hilarious. But I have this feeling if if because he says he's been working out for what the last three years. He's three been years? in the gym. He so if good. he looks good, if he looks and he good, fast and he you know what I mean. If he looks good agile, why wouldn't you on. pick him up why everything's died down the controversy's done and nigg- well, the niggas no. that are showing up need him if y'all think that he him coming back like okay somebody picks him up and let's just say it's the pittsburgh who is it steelers because St- yep. niggas need him okay so <laughs> <laughs> say uh, they they're pick- not that bad though nigga okay no, no, no. we're gonna talk about the fight later let's just say who's who's a more popular team that it could have been controversial let's let's say it was the bears that sounds bizarre because it would never fucking happen right but if the bears picked him up if you think that there would be no controversy and that people didn't like either obviously their ratings would be through the roof because either you're watching in support or you're watching to wish for his downfall like it's one of the two but and and I do think that the the outrage would die down after a while, especially now. Does he kneel or does he stay in the in the uh, locker room or does he stand? Like what what's going to be happening? But to think that it's oh this is all kind of past and I don't think it's going to be that big a deal is bullshit. It's going to spark back up. Like like. But but didn't he say he wasn't going to kneel anymore? I think he's done his job. He's made his yeah. he proved his point. Kneeling, continue to kneel. Now it's gonna. Yeah, uh, he's done kneeling, and he's got Nike and <laughs> right. But Jay-Z is he helped him get his job back? Is he gonna be in the locker room or is he gonna stand? <laughs> uh, no, I, I think, think he'll I hold think he arm, arms in unison. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Lock arms, lock arms, dog. He never, he never said that he was doing it indefinitely until the whole problem was solved. Right, he said that he. Well, did there was it no ending. Light. Well, well, exactly, which means that why not stop it now? Because your job is already done at this point. Mm-hmm. You're just like like now at this point, you're being antagonistic mm-hmm. because you okay. did something that that you and when you did it, you never even expected it to become this big. So mm-hmm. you were the catalyst for something that has led to a lot of change you fell on your sword you fell mm-hmm. on your sword and other people fell on their swords alongside you now you have an opportunity to play this game again that you love mm-hmm. do you really want to go poking the bear because 
if 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 in poking the bear you really do advance the movement, then cool, poke the bear. But if you poke the bear and all you do is just ensure yourself that you don't get to play this game that you love and you've already brought attention to the very thing that you said you want to bring attention to, at mm-hmm. this point it would be more of an ego move for him to kneel. Sure. And I'm just but, I'm just keeping it one hundred. Yes, but in in if okay, so if also his plight was I don't stand for the flag because it doesn't um the it doesn't respect me and the people who look like me and the issues that we go through and until those things have gotten better I'm a for me standing for it is me saying that I support what's uh I guess what the system is doing to black people like I you know what I'm saying I feel like his plight I is is still out there like him standing and putting his hand over his heart or whatever is in stark contrast with everything that he initially said well so, i mean there has been movement and there has been some great things that have happened from him kneeling right and because there has been progress you know especially with what jay-z has been able to accomplish you know in his honor you know what i mean i don't think I jay-z think- has done much yet though just just the com- just everything that he's done so far with the NFL he he didn't have his eye on the NFL he didn't give a he didn't care he he had his basketball team he had his other investments he didn't care but when Colin Kaepernick made that move and then the NFL blackballed them the way that they, that he did it was like kind of talking to your cousin oh you can't get a job cuz you've been in jail but what if we owned the company maybe you could get a job then cuz I'd hire you you know what I'm saying? That's not fair. Are you so comparing, now, uh, I'm just throwing that out there, just saying. But it sounds like you're comparing Jay-Z to Jesse Jackson. Okay. Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> right. But I'm just saying that, you know, he didn't have his eye on it. And Jay-Z is the type of the type of person who not only had the means to make waves, but also has has the um has just as much reason and ambition and and drive to 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 be a difference maker and, and, a, and a change agent for for what he was trying to communicate. So I agree with Ike in saying that for him to kneel, for him to go to the locker room, for him to have any protest right now during this damn flag shit at this point would just be an eagle trip. Like mm-hmm. you've you've made your move, you've made your stance, your voice has been heard loud and clear. And mm-hmm. because of it, you have suffered for you in the most in the worst possible way because you're, yeah, you've made money. Yeah, you've had endorsements. Yeah, you've had big people behind you. But nigga, you wanted to play ball. You wanted to play ball, and you're and in you your wasn't prime been right able now. to do it. And you've you're been working out for nothing. Like 27, 28 Yeah, right so these are these are these are he's in his right prime. Now. These this are these are prime time years. Big he should contract. be getting big contracts right now. Absolutely. And how can you do that if you're not on the field? Uh, so I'm governor is thirty two. Yep. It's 32 But yeah. in black years So really he's Stop this, this has been going on For three years So he was 29 Well cause Tom Brady Is he what 46 Look Okay stop. No So I just think that No we said stop He, he is in he's his 40 right? He's probably yeah. Oh okay But He ain't almost 50 though <laughs> He look it But did you guys Read the 46. Huffington Post Last week The, the article They had the Huffington Post About what What they said But basically It was uh, Jay Z and Jesse Jackson met in a room secretly, mm. privately, and they were playing rock, paper, scissors in terms of who would go after these next black so issues. Why do you, why do you make Jay-Z, things up? Why do you do Jay-Z this? basically said, I'll take on the NFL, 
And Jesse Jackson say, cool, I'll take out Buffalo Wild Wings. So okay. he's focusing on the racial incident with Buffalo, yeah, with Buffalo Wild, Wild Wings. Wings. And, he, and that man is so old, he can't even talk. Like, look at all the crack so cocaine catching up to him. Right? Well, someone right? Well, somewhat, well, okay, so sources have said that Jay-Z was the one to put the pressure on Roger Goodell to give him a workout after Jay-Z took a reputational bullet for Goodell when, when Jay-Z announced his partnership with the league. Um, so I wonder if that is true, is this more of Jay-Z wanting to protect his reputation or get some of those points back? Or is it a genuine, I care about Colin and I want to see this movement. And this was my, my plan all along. Jay-Z never gave a fuck about what people thought for the long, Jay-Z doesn't even have to assume that he doesn't care. No, 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 no. He doesn't care what other people think. I don't think he's making moves just to appease the world. I think that he's doing things because of what he feels is right and what he feels is wrong in order to change an organization that is broken up into multiple departments. You go to the fucking head. You go to the head. So mm-hmm. the conversation he had with the 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 nigga over the C over the NFL, whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> the motherfuckers was in outrage. And I'm like, fucking right. I don't want to talk to an individual team. I don't want to talk to a team owner. What you gonna do for me? Not a damn thing. Why? Because in order for shit to happen, it needs to come from the top down. Because all y'all doing is waiting on instruction from the top down anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I never thought that Jay-Z gave a fuck about how people felt about that. And, and actually, to prove that point, he never addressed it. Motherfuckers was an outrage. Sean King had that little pussy-ass motherfucking tantrum. I, I, and you know what? He lost all respect for me. I don't know if you could tell. Who, Sean King? <laughs> from that shit. Yeah. yeah. She just erased me. all his good. He's done. He's right. done for me. No, I, bitch, I am he, followed him He literally just was primate he was at the forefront of helping Rodney Reed get a stay of execution so he, we can't cancel yeah we, we can't, can't, can't you can't cancel all the work Kim Kardashian either I look, okay. look, shut up. Sam, this is why I keep saying Jay Z for president because I'm you not on that. You see how funny they got? Yeah, that's what you said. No, Kardashian. I'm you not, bring up I'm Kim Kardashian and now they're tripping. But they know, but they know who her. She can get. But they know who froze the execution. They know who froze the execution. All I'm saying. Anyway, how many niggas she got out? He gave. I don't think he gives two shits what people think. I think that as the businessman that he is with all of his great attributes from everything that he has his hands in, he knows I'm not about to talk to one team. One team isn't going to do anything for this situation. Mm-hmm. I need to be in partnership with the nigga in charge. I need to talk to him. And so from that conversation, I don't think whoever that source was, however they got that information, I think that that was just a personal opinion because mm-hmm. For this to be set up and for other teams to have jumped on the bandwagon to be there while some, like I said, may be like, oh, I just want to be in the room just to show that I was in the room. The mm-hmm. fact that you care to be in the room lets me know that, yeah, it is how I feel it is. Like it's bigger than it seems like everybody wants to downplay this shit. And, it, and it's more of us that want to downplay it. Like, I it's am, not, I am it's not that. I will say. I, and, I'm, and I'm like, I don't understand why it I can't be say, that. Why I can't we say. take a, a W when we see one? Why can't we be well, excited think, about it? Why does it have think, to be some other shit attached to it? Right. I do think, though, for me, just like with when Jay-Z made the deal with the NFL, 
I am one of those people who want to kind of sit back and see what happens because I think sometimes we jump on a bandwagon one way or the other, good or bad, in support or against, without really knowing many facts and just based on like what we're being given and it's like if if Kaepernick doesn't get picked up especially by some of these trash fucking teams it's like okay to me this was a little bit of a show and like you guys just did this to kind of appease people and look listen we did our part we you know x y z whatever the case and it's like you know it's the middle but, of the season. But you can't make someone hire someone. You can't. You can't. Absolutely you not. You can't tell these he's owners. He's got to show up. He's got to show up and do he what he needs to do. He has to blow him away. Absolutely. Right. But, if he blows but him the, away. the case, if he blows him away and they still don't hire him, then it's like, I can't. I'm he not already got paid, though. He already got paid for them to for, hire him. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's nothing I, else you can do after this but go home and say, we tried. The, and it, look, no. absolutely, look, absolutely. We tried. And, and here's my thing. It's the middle of the season. While there are trash teams that need him, it's the middle of the season. Everybody has some shit to do. You got all these teams from different locations flying in to see him. I don't think it's a shit show. Ain't nobody fucking got time. For that. For that. I, I don't think it's a shit show. I don't I think, think they anybody would absolutely will put that type do. of time. I, would, I think they would absolutely put on a show to say that we did this and not hire him. I'm going to put I, it like this. To think that they wouldn't do it is very naive of you guys. I'm very surprised by that. But I'm saying they don't, well, they so don't have to hire him. I'm optimistic, I'm saying, I'm optimistic yeah. that someone will pick him up, but they don't yeah, have to they hire don't have I'm not saying I that they have to. They I'm not saying that. If they don't, the next phone call is going to be from Kim Kardashian. Bam, okay, back in up. the NFL. You're Watch. Right. Look, <laughs> put some money on it. What I'm put saying some money is, on look it. at it from put this some right. money on it. You know Let Kim make a call. What I'm saying is, look at it from this perspective. <laughs> Who goes out there way for that? Understand what is happening. It's in not this that meeting. difficult. You can send representatives to go view this motherfucker, and it's an afternoon. It's not that difficult, Brittany. People got fucking millions of dollars. Okay, they got millions of dollars, but why give it? But a they'll shit? get some good why, footage why out of it too. Why do that? What That's if Nike's a, there? But mm. so here's my thing: Would he have gotten this if if Jay didn't talk to dude? If they didn't have whatever they got going on, would he have gotten this though? Mm. Would he Would question. he have gotten this? If all the shit that transpired from his knee thing happening, they had already blackballed him. Why are they even looking at he him? He already Case? paid. He already, He's already paid. been paid. Why are they even giving him? A, why are they even fucking talking to him? Well, who cares? And again, we we if, talking about ten million like, racial is what oppression in, in black versus white. The, the oldest he didn't get paid. debate in fucking history. Okay, why? Why are they even giving it? Why? But why is it if, even if happening? Ten, if ten million is what he got, he did not get paid. Ten million is nothing. The point is, he was done. Nobody picked him up. It you was over with. with this that was three years ago. Shit. Ten million is a lot of money. Ten million is a lot to me. It's a lot of money. <laughs> to me. It was three years ago. Three hundred million is nothing. And not only that, he got a fucking Nike deal. Ten million. I'm talking. about Brian Allen said three hundred million is nothing. Oh yeah, that was. Wait, how much money do y'all have? I'm just I'm laughing though because I caught that too when she said that. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, $10 million ain't a lot of money. I'm thinking, shit. It's not for them. <laughs> shit, $10,000 is a lot of money for me right now. Shit. Listen. $10 million. But, but, I, I, I will say this much, though. I will let's, say let's this Let's round much, this out. Well, well I'll, I'll say Get this much, Casey. though, as, as it relates to <laughs> the point that, that you were making, Casey. Um, and I'm going to call out a little bit of hypocrisy, right? And not on your front, but just on the front of an individual who now all of a sudden 
right, uh, doesn't want to jump into the conversation because to the point that Brittany made a moment ago, I am a little surprised that niggas is real quiet about this shit all of a sudden, right? Like now True. all of a sudden I can True. hear a mouse pissing on cotton. You know, b- b- before the ink yeah. dried on the contract, everybody had something to say and right. it was easy to bury them. Now that we realize that all of these stories are coming out from multiple credible sources that, yeah, Jay-Z had something to do with it. And now the new one came out from Bleacher Report that confirmed, yeah, he actually used social capital Mm -hmm. to the point that you just said. Like I took a uh, what was the word he used? A a, a what bullet? Reputational bullet. A, A reputational bullet. He's basically telling him, look, this is how the mob used to operate. All right. You owe me a solid. Right. Yeah. I did something for you. I got all of the social justice warriors off your back and I pretty much put, you know, I nailed myself to the cross. So, you know what you got to do for me? Something that the league has never done before. I don't just want him to work out with one team. Mm-hmm. I need him to work out with all the teams. I need a spectacle. Jay-Z asked for the spectacle. Right. To just make it that clear that not only was I always on this person's side, but I'm going to continue to apply more pressure to the league, because if he does perform, if he does show out, man, we got about four or five teams that are like two and seven right now. Right. That are shitty. You trying to tell me you can't pick like at that point now, you really can even further make the case that it's on some BS, because now those teams that were in a shitty position have to be able to justify why you didn't pick him up. Now, I know why the Bears didn't go. The Bears are between a rock and a hard place because they traded up to get Trubisky, right? And 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 didn't get Watson no or Mahomes. And and so they're they're busy trying to justify that. So they're in a space right now where if they had a went and and even set in on that, then that would have shown we don't have confidence on this major investment that we made. Like that, that was a strategy move. However, and don't be fooled by this because even though people didn't show up, everybody gets the tapes too. So, so the bears are looking at those tapes and if things get tough, you know, they may have to pull a trigger at some point. Like everybody's curious, right? Because Colin is still in shape. And even though he's 32, he hasn't taken punishment over the last couple of years. So he is a commodity. And now that things have died down, we can resume business as usual. But just to finish off this point, and this is what I was talking about when I said the hypocrisy aspect. Now, all of a sudden, people are like, oh, well, I'm going to just sit back and just wait and see how it out. Yeah, I'm not going to say nothing. OK, let's say that the guy gets picked up tomorrow for five, ten million dollars a year. Now, do all of those people who had all of that smart shit to say before, do they now go back and apologize and say, hey, you guys, we were no. wrong? Or do they just go on to the next? Because they niggas. Issue? And, and, and that's what they're going to do. And that's what they're going to do. And that's why question. I say I call out the hypocrisy. It's just off of the strength that people are quick to condemn you. But then when you yes. when you get retribution, now all of a sudden that's that's not a headline. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we don't we don't care about retribution. We just mm-hmm. care about the condemnation. And that's when I call bullshit. If if Sean King doesn't come back when my man does get a, a contract or if he gets a contract, do we get the Sean King? Oh, you know what? You know what? I stand corrected. I apologize. Or does it just business as usual? Let's just pretend like I didn't just take that L and condemn somebody and really they did the right thing. That's what I don't you like gotta about run with the fake rich. But question, though, if somebody were to pick up Colin, he wouldn't be playing this season, would he? 
There's what? a possibility. They it will depends. sign a contract and he it will depends. get really, work they into can the do mix. That. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Like, did that you again? see Carmelo just got signed to... Um... Yeah, it was for $14,000. That ain't a contract. Now, that ain't no money. Omar. That Omar. ain't no that money. Ain't no money. I could have gave him that. Contract. I could have gave him that to, to show up at my house. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Um, Omar, repeat what you had just said. I missed that part. Like, they can't... I know what I'm saying. Like, can they sign him? Mm-hmm. And he can can give... who sign him? Like, like any like team, any, any and he team. played this yeah. season, or does it? Is that for that's, next? That's season? why it's important oh. that he be in shape. That's why okay. it's important that he doesn't like, need any development. So there's no rules against nah. someone just coming. They Look, can make changes. If the and Jets train. pick them up, if the Jets pick them up, the Jets I think are two be and seven, right? Well, if not next Sunday, he'll he'll practice for two weeks because they're already in a losing season, right? Right. But then they'll start training with them. They'll probably start giving them reps in the last couple of games because these are freebies. So like, oh yeah, we're playing the fucking Chiefs, or or or, or we're playing the Patriots. Let's see how Colin Kaepernick does against the or Patriots the 49ers. because this may be or the 49ers. You know this what? May be yeah. a, a team a, a that prelude. should pick them up is a team with like low viewership or low attendance. I Miami. Agree. Because I agree. if they don't want to be there, you at need all. some controversy. I don't I care agree. if it's Damn. the Popeyes chicken controversy. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. Miami, Miami Dolphins need his ass bad because people will watch. Want to be at work because people will watch the the most controversial player hit the field. Yeah, mm. absolutely. just so they can talk. What shit. are you saying? Yes. This yes. is such this is such a great idea. And really the reason is. why I said yeah. I'm so excited. I'm watching that team. What the fuck? And the Bears yes. ain't doing shit. So whatever team he gets picked up on becomes my favorite team. My favorite team right now is the 49ers. Do you hear me? 49ers in Oakland. Mm. Okay. Yeah. These are my two favorite teams. Let Miami whack ass pick up Colin. Mm-hmm. I will not miss a game. Man, yeah. you are a Dolphins fan. I am a Dolphins. <laughs> we buy gear. We buy, we buy we Dolphins. Buy what if they gear sell out? What if all the gear just sells out? It's selling out. You know it's selling out. You know it's selling out. You talking about Stop being able to it. bid on a nigga? Oh, being man. able to really mm. negotiate a contract because if he was just to walk on a team, he don't have no buying power. He's going to get what yeah. they're going to give him. But if you got a room full of motherfuckers watching him like, oh, yeah, I got him. No, nigga, I got him because what Wait. you finna offer him? You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's, it's a bidding war. I'm so excited about it. So I really hope, right? I really yeah. hope yeah. it works out. 32, yes. right? He's 32. Yes. So Three that means removed. he got... So that means he got a few more years in him. Definitely got a good one where he could do it. Not ten, but I'm gonna say a solid six, seven. But, but you made it just a great but point. But isn't that a like, lot of pressure? He hasn't been taking it's a, a lot, lot of the, pressure. the damn hits. That's a lot right. of pressure, though, to walk in after this. Mm-hmm. All eyes are on you. Absolutely. This is like when Mike came back when oh he was with God. the Wizards, and everybody was watching like, ooh. Yes. <laughs> but, but, but you know what, though? But you know what, though? Um, I'll say two things about that. One, he is Scorpio. So if anybody... Is ready for that level of pressure. What? It's a fucking Scorpio, right? Like, so a piece of him might even like it, right? This may be better for his career than if he had to just stuck it out. Because imagine, imagine if he had to never kneel, right? And he and he, he was not doing so well. He was not doing so well. Listen, listen, listen. Let's be honest. Listen, listen. He was not. That is the that is that is what some people be saying on the on the lower realms is. He was actually doing a shitty job during that period. And it was like the real reason he was sitting was because mm-hmm. he was protesting getting benched. And so he was salty. And then when the reporter came over and was like, why are you not, you know, standing uh. he was like, uh, because and he threw that out there. Oh, so so that, that that was a rumor I heard was like that, yeah, that, 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 that this movement might have been just him being snarky. 
and not thinking mm. that it was gonna Catch grab people because of just where America was. And and in his mind, it was like shit. I was just saying, oh, I'm protesting police brutality. Niggas gonna be like, all right, nigga, whatever. You right. know what I'm saying? But then all of a sudden, Trump grabs a hold of it, right? Now, say, oh, that son of a bitch, nigga, son of a bitch off the field. Yeah. Stand, motherfucker, stand. It's yeah. turned into something that it's like he's sitting in the background, like I didn't want this shit. You know what <laughs> <laughs> I, a nigga was just mad. He was Probably like, waiting on retirement. Like right. I go retire. Imagine, imagine, look, look. Think of think of something in your life where you just say some slick shit, right? You know, to to your spouse, you just say something slick, and you thinking, yeah, whatever. You know, we gonna get back, and then they call you bluff. And now then you got to stand on it. Now you got to stand on it. Oh, okay. Well, you say you want to fuck all these other bitches. Then go ahead and do it. You know, you're like, all right, fine. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> like, how it is it Hand me my out. condom bag. <laughs> <laughs> my condom bag. <laughs> Like, before you know it, now all of a sudden you find yourself yeah, in the middle either. of an orgy. You know, right. what I'm saying? You just, you and just you don't know where to start. You don't know what to do. You don't know nothing. And really, all you want to do is just go home and apologize to your wife. <laughs> to your wife. But now your pride is like, and now you gotta I, fuck because I asked for the condom bag. I, I asked for the condom bag. bag. I, I gotta do it. Now. You don't think I'll take the condom bag with me? You don't think I'll take it with me? Hand me my con- tip. Hand me my condom bag. I kind of, I kind of want this. I kind of want this episode to be called the condom bag. The, <laughs> the condom, condom bag. bag. It's the condom bag, you know. But but listen, he didn't had three years off, right? Yes, and he's in. He took no shape. punishment. No punishment. And no, he's he been working. Working. Look, studying defenses. Yes, studying treating teams. this shit like a job. Watching tape. Let Watch this nigga tape. come on, Brittany. Let this I nigga let this nigga come out and start wait, and start nigga. clowning. Nigga. Let him come out and start clowning because wait. now he wanted I'm more, excited. right? He's been studying so for years. It may have been what he needed, right? Yes. It may have been what he needed. It the fight. what he needed in the fight. Now, oh, he didn't got the training y'all. that he didn't have before. Yes. He was an average player. Mm. Some would say less than no, average. He, he wasn't was average. No, no, he was an he average He was a rock star. He was a rock star. He was He was above average. Like, yeah. but, but but I know what Brittany's saying. He wasn't, no. He was not performing. He was no Jay Cutler, but he was pretty decent. He was no Jay Cutler, but he was pretty decent. Nobody wants to be a Jay Cutler. Nobody's Jay Cutler. What he had was Jay Cutler left with 100 you know what he might have developed, which will be Strength. interesting. No, an arm, like yeah. like accuracy. Absolutely. What if what if I, what, what if now he comes back and he's a pocket passer Ooh. with a sick ass arm, but he still got his legs under him. Absolutely, Tom Brady accuracy, but like mm. Russell Wilson maneuverability. Right. He might. Mm. I'm Man, trying, I listen, think he's y'all. a little bit, a little bit better. Listen, um, y'all. Listen, a little more agile and a right, little bit know. more faster. I, I see him running the ball more. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like I just see him being way more, being able to see the field differently. Way more, like you said, accurate. Way more strategic in this his play. Dope, so I'm excited. This you get three dope. years off. Think about it. Ooh. I get three years off. I got paid. Mm. I wasn't broke. And all right. I did was train and study train. my game. That's it. Nigga, I'm a beast. I'm, I'm better be than I was. Ballers, in my right? prime. In like my ballers. prime. All I did was get up every morning and work out and eat. Stop it. Get up he, and work out and eat. You might be a vegan eat. now. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga eating. And, and probably fuck bitches. Sprouts. Shit, he's straight. Fuck you got a wife. You know he has a He right. married and shit. Okay. He, well, he's not her. married, but they're pretty aggressively together. Anyway. Um, <laughs> aggressively together? <laughs> aggressively together? Oh, What's shit. What's that mean? I, mean, right, I think you just him. gave us oh, a new, she, uh, a uh, new oh, hashtag. A new term. Yeah, aggressively uh, together? I've never heard that until right now. They are aggressive. Does that mean they make passionate love when every time they see I don't know. 100%. Like, oh, what, 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 uh, 
um, what's not uh, what they say what hasn't been said don't need to be said or what's right. not said don't, don't need, need to, to be, be explained, explained. <laughs> don't need to be explained it don't need to be explained no, that's yeah, good, she, she rides Casey has coined, she rides for her man you've you've coined a new a gr- term right aggressively, aggressively together, together. They are aggressively, aggressively together, together. Uh, I got y'all I are y'all an item or y'all aggressively together we're aggressively together aggressively together we are AT so some other news let's let's move on there's some other news um you know Brittany had mentioned jay-z not giving a fuck about what people think um i want to talk about someone else who normally doesn't give a shit about what people think uh but had a lot to say about lakeith stanfield so Charlemagne the god uh clap back at lakeith stanfield who blasts black media platforms um lakeith stanfield for those who don't know was a co-star in um get out in atlanta um what's the episode on atlanta with that michael jackson looking character um teddy benny you're alive yeah it was like it was like teddy something but anyway he was like the main dude in that episode Anyway, he's and he's going to be in the new movie with Issa Rae, The Photograph, which I'm really pumped about seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of a little weird, but I, I fuck with him. Um, so he made a comment that, you know, Charlemagne and The Breakfast Club really pushed back against because obviously it was directed at them and a few other platforms. But uh, Lakeith Stanfield says it's a fact that a lot of these platforms are usually or tend to be feeding grounds for negative reinforcement toward black nonconformists. Um, they bolster faux vanity and hold a white supremacist scope over black men and women, often highlighting negative attributes and downplaying mind expanding ones. They serve as bottomless coward consumption pits and digital audio or otherwise slave mentality museums at all you want. Uh, the the caption accompanied a picture of text that accuses websites, the shade room lipstick alley, world star hip hop and breakfast club. So, um, you know, Charlemagne really pushed back against that because obviously, you know, the Breakfast Club was included in it. And, you know, his his quote was saying, you can say anything, any and everything about me. I've damn near heard it all about myself online. Um, but what you won't do is ever fix your lips to call one of my platforms, especially the Breakfast Club, anti-black. There's not another show out there that goes from Byron Allen to black youngster like it's nothing. We've made plenty of mistakes on this radio show, plenty of things I've looked back on and said, yeah, we probably should have played that a certain way. Um, and all that critique is fine. But like Keith Stanfield, don't ever fix your raggedy ass mouth to call uh, the other the author of black Priv- privilege anti black. So um, I he wanted the to fuck out of him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, but I mean, so. I guess my my thoughts when I first saw the tweet or the the post from Lakeith was that he's not completely wrong. I just think that he's probably only focusing on the negative parts, but he's Unpack not wrong. Unpack that, Casey. Unpack that. What do you mean by yeah. that? Yeah, like... That he's only explain. focused on the negative parts. No, 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 the other no, part. That he's not completely That you kind of got his point. Okay, so when he talks about like, let's just say, because the Breakfast Club, I don't know, probably should have been included in that because Charlemagne's right. Like they do highlight uh, political candidates, positive messages, all sorts of stuff. And then they'll also have like, you know, Birdman and people like that on there. But, you know, the Shade Room and uh, World Star Hip Hop, stuff like that, for the most part, there is a lot of, a lot of negative attributes that they're 
posting like it's not a i mean they'll have like morning inspiration on the shade room or um some positive things like that but for the most part it's just gossip and it does perpetuate the the posts that get the most traction that people love to watch the most is the negative stuff the gossipy things and you know he so for me he's not wrong in that i don't know that it's necessarily like white supremacist um views or slave mentality or anything like that like now people do push back against black nonconformists, but my only issue with that is sometimes people call themselves nonconformists in the spirit of saying i can say whatever the fuck i want to say and just because y'all don't like it y'all are calling me nonconformists, and that's not necessarily the case so um, you know, that's just that's just my thought. So, on it. OK, so I think what we really need to do <laughs> is sit back and define the definition of um, something that's news, something that's considered a gossip platform sure. and then something that we consider to be um, a n- reliable information. So mm-hmm. I have a problem when I have a respect, respectable media outlet that reports factual news that'll sometimes dwindle into the gossip realm and report non-fact-based information, shit that's not substantiated. Mm -hmm, So when I see mm -hmm. shit like that on maybe CNN or MSNBC or Channel 7, Channel 9, whatever, or any Mm -hmm. of the talk radio that we consider to be something that is a respectable source of information to report Mm -hmm. any gossip information, I have a problem with that. I, however, do not have a problem with Shea Room. I, however, do not have a problem with, what's the other one? Um, Ball Alert. Alert, Because it's gossip Mm -hmm. news. I don't even follow World Star because it's just ratchet. Okay, everybody yeah, knows that's, it's that's just it, that's it's ass and titties <laughs> and it's just hood shit. I refuse. Shit. I okay, refuse. It's fights. so it's fights. Bum and fights. So, right, right. <laughs> Bum fights. Fight. So you know, little people. Uh, little people. You know. So when he, when people try to throw shade room and ball alert and all that shit in there. Motherfucker, when you pull it up, it says on their site that they're a gossip site. They're not claiming to be anything outside of that. The way that they get their information is off of, and they say it. He says, she said, this, that, and the third. So it's one of those things where it bothers me when I really hate how people, our people, attack each other like this. Like, yeah. Fam, I'm going to need you to step back and I'm going to need you to look at the situation. No, Ball Alert and Shea Room are not going to go out of their way to do what Charlemagne and the Breakfast Club does. They are a respectable media platform. People use the shit that they say, quote the shit that they say, and, and use it as a resource, as a source, so to speak. No one is quoting Ball, Ball Alert. No one is oh, saying, okay. oh, now, Ball Alert re- said this, so I, it's got to be true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Brittany, but so my question, though, then, is when a when a organization let's just take the shade room for instance they may have started as you know we just want to throw shade and talk shit but now after several millions of followers and now you have a very important platform and now you've begun to introduce legitimate news and um different things that are from reliable sources now are they at that point should they be held to a higher standard absolutely because your platform is very important absolutely that's just like talking about artists like people who have a certain message or a certain type of music or art that they want to project off and so it's okay when ain't nobody watching them but now it's not okay because they got millions of people who think like them 
that's not fair. So that's, that, that goes into like our hip hop and our rap. And it goes into them white crazy ass Marilyn Manson motherfuckers. Like, do y'all. I'm not, I don't have shit against y'all. But that ain't me. And, and, I, and I have that much of a brain to say, okay, I don't listen to that. But I respect you and your art. So do you. Uh, you don't bother me though. I guess you it, would know be I mean? no, it would be no different than a TMZ. Right. And TMZ right. started, that motherfucker was a lawyer. At one point, TMZ was respected. At one point, TMZ, like if TMZ reports it, then it's real. Uh, most lately. I don't ever remember TMZ being in. I mean, I, in the TMZ very beginning. The beginning no, in the very beginning. But as of lately, the shit, they just no. as petty as the rest but of them. But I think TMZ is no different than a ball alert. Absolutely. No, and I it's, agree. It's just like Perez Hilton, right? Like, right. I think, I agree. I think, I think the challenge with that was that he looped Breakfast Club in with right. the, with the rest but of it. What what bothers me about what he had to say is is that he he's attacking the black shit, fam. Stop. I I I, I don't like that. I can't stand that. Like we we have enough of trying to defend the shit that we do to have. Let me ask our you a question. own kind of sit there and keep what doing is a the black same news shit. I mean, I mean, fucking really crickets, right? One, right, right. So, <laughs> we, we don't. So there are no oh, respectable blunt WGN. Right? <laughs> don't, they, don't they do something? So it's my rolling. Bar- oh, you mean a full site? Like yeah. A full so there is no site like that. So I think. The, the information is kind of distributed through these channels. You know what I mean? And you got to reach, you know what I mean? Like the, the quote I always like, you got to meet people where they're at, right? right? If you're a motherfucker, you like to see fight videos, we got to sprinkle some legit shit in there Why? as well. Give That's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Give video site. You know, you obviously, watch that shit. I people watch like that shit. shit. If people watching that shit, people like it. And it's a way right? to make money. It's almost like, you know what it's like? It's like the... Uh, the principal that tries to do a hip hop song to reach the youth. It's the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I'm gonna sprinkle some math in here and a little bit of reading and some science and I'm gonna fuck up a rap song real quick. It's no different than that than what you, when you think about like a Shayra and Ballard. Now, how they were built? Absolutely. They were built as gossip platforms, right? However, I think what Casey was saying is they've evolved since then, right? Mm. So, how do you sprinkle in? that information but still stay authentic to your core base right because i don't like when they start posting soap and shit like i'm like how many black families in america are making soap <laughs> and that became millionaires i'm like nigga i need some soap some from some soap from africa i know plenty of africans they don't sell soap <laughs> but you got families getting rich off of it now the i think the i think the challenge with what uh, Lakeith or whatever his name mm-hmm. him, I think the challenge with him is he he looped everybody in. I think that was the challenge is he looped everyone into that conversation, and not everyone in that conversation should have been looped together. I think I think that's why he used in the comment and or, you know what I mean? Right. Like he was just like and or, and I think that's why he used that because he wasn't saying like. This applies like a blanket statement, but it was definitely a controversial comment to throw that yeah. in there. But there, to be perfectly honest, there's there's there are no black, you know, straight black site where it you come here for the facts. And I think you think about the shade room, like the whole the news about what's his name Reed, who's going to get oh, Ronnie Reed. 
Yeah, that was gonna. You know what right. I mean? Like you wouldn't have found out about that if it wasn't for like a shade room, a, a ball point, alert. Right. You know that's what I mean? So point. people are seeing Even, it and people uh, get up yeah. in arms. You What's know? her name? Uh, Cint- right. Centoya Brown. Yeah, right. Brown. That's where that came from. Yeah, right. I, I first like, learned about that. Yeah, through a lot shade of people room. didn't know about this shit unless so, it came through those. So I, you need those outlets, right? It's absolutely. the good and the bad. And, right? and also, I guess sometimes what I wonder is, you know, when they say like, is it is it art imitating life or life imitating art or uh, uh, you know another way that they'll say exactly. Yep, yep. You, you got say it that right again. Before, say it again. Uh, repeat the chicken the, of the egg. You know what I'm saying? Chicken. What, what came? What came? I thought first. you said something else. You know, chicken. What you think? You know. <laughs> oh, no, it sounds like chicken came right. first. <laughs> but Brittany, how did the chicken become a chicken? Because God put him here. No. Right. See, see. Everybody that's the, the everybody just came the and then they started reproducing. But but okay. but sometimes we'll find <laughs> ourselves in this space where it's like where it's like you've got these two polarizing things that coexist and they're both essential, right? Like for instance, yeah. people are not aware of the fact that chaos is necessary in life. Right. We see mm-hmm. chaos as something bad, like like we're always trying to label things bad and good. But I think what our mind is attempting to do is create this polarity. But but where or, or distinction rather. But what we sometimes fail to realize is that both of these sides are essential sides of the entire pie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we, we can't embrace one without at least respecting the other. Because I can always turn a situation or a circumstance on a dime and show you where that thing that you thought was bad in these circumstances are actually good. Right. So like, um, yeah, thou shalt not kill. Right. But if me killing this one person potentially saves 10,000 other people. Right. Now I'm a hero. But I just killed the man. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like. And that's something I can't understand. You know what? (laughs) How you can just kill a man. Shut up. I knew the moment the moment he said it took a second. But then when he said that, I was like, all right, that was that was that was for our generation right there. It was old man talk right there. That that was good. (laughs) It's old man talk. (laughs) That was good. Old head, old head action. But no, you know, it's but 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 it's understanding like that um like I say, like even chaos, right? Like creation and chaos both play a part in this, you know. And so when you think about a site like a shade room, if they had it came out as just a reputable news source, they'd be just like everybody else and they would have four hundred thousand followers. You know, they'd be like the Griot or something yeah. like that. But they came out and they gave us the salacious shit. The shit that everybody wants to buy anyway. The things that was gonna get our attention. And it's like, all right, cool, I got your attention. I gotta keep feeding this beast. But every once in a while let me sprinkle in some feel good moments, right? right? Because right. when it's all good people People get lulled to sleep. And People need that they competition. Tune they tune it out. And if it ain't no conflict, we not paying attention. And I, let's keep <laughs> right. it a buck. Okay? Shave room, ball alert, gossip, gossip, whatever all them goddamn sites are. They didn't make motherfuckers like that shit. Mm. They like that shit to begin oh, with, <laughs> which is why they started following them, which is right, why it attracted right. them to their site, right. to their pages. Y'all act like these sites came in and like puppet tears. Oh, let me get y'all drinking the juice. No, you niggas was fucked up to begin with. Brittany, now let me let me tap into this. Right. And I'm I'm a, I'm a pivot because I had I had a thought. A couple of days ago, and and I, it's still processing. I don't. I don't. It was just random. It was like some Kanye type shit. Oh shit! But yes, because I'm going over mm-hmm. into this realm. It was about Trump, 
And it's something that we've said in the past before, right? But I really got to thinking about Trump and his involvement in our history and in our culture, in black culture, since I've been born. I've never been the biggest fan of his, but if we're keeping it a buck, as you just said, black people have been fucking with Trump and been loving Trump since the beginning. Yep. And it took for him to start saying some racist shit and not even really not. racist shit because right because he didn't he ain't never called a nigga a nigga right but he does these things that we know is racist and now all of a sudden it's like we hate him but it's like we were rocking with this character for so long and he's been the exact same person right now the reason that I'm I'm comparing this to what you just said Trump may not believe any of this crap that he's spewing but he is just an opportunist, just like a shade room, just like a boss of, right? Like, like, so do we get mad at the distribution channel or do we get mad at the, the people, people who will really embrace for that put, ideology? And that's what I was thinking. That's for why I was like, our frustration be so misdirected because so we be focusing up. on Trump. The person? And it's the 58 it's the million people that, that voted, voted for, for him this bitch. that are the problem. And it we ain't keep the shade focusing room. on Trump. It ain't we ball alert. It's the 50 million motherfuckers we, that's following him. You should be able him. to be cool with Trump. I'm 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 with Kanye almost on no, that. No, be cool no, with that no, no, nigga. No. Be on. cool with him. No, 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 you wait, you wait. was cool with him before. Hold you on, were fam. cool with wait. him for thirty years. Let's bring it and in. Now in we, two years, you you may you hate been, him. Bring it in though. Listen, Omarion. I'm not saying that I'm fizz. You, you said, said what? what? Listen. You said what? Omari Ahmed. Omari Ahmed have been cool with Lil Fizz. Oh, he needs his he ass beat. Did y'all see that shit? Absolutely. Did you hold see on, that hold shit? Hold on. What I'm saying, of course we did, but what I'm saying is, don't say just because we was cool with him, we we should be cool now because we was cool with him. Fuck that nigga. No, Fuck no, Donald no, no, Trump. no, no. What I'm saying is, is he has not changed. No, like, he's for still instance, the same for instance, person. For instance, and look, 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 and look. I, he I, may I, not look, have, okay. but they may not have known that this is where his right. No, 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 no. When they was kicking expound. it with him in the club, they didn't know his his thoughts on immigration. Like, well, okay, don't, but, don't act like no, 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 no. But 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 this is the point that I'm making. Like, because I even thought about Kanye. Like, I've always loved Kanye as an artist, but I had in in a unique opportunity to meet him. At a very early stage, around the time that Jesus Walks came out. And I was a manager at Bloomingdale's. And he came in and just created a ruckus, right? Like, over something that was so minute. And it was a black woman that was uh, working in that particular department that I guess wasn't bowing down and, and, and kissing his toes because he was Kanye West, right? And so I came over as the manager to kind of calm the situation a little bit. And I knew who he was. So I was a little bit of a fan, but I was just like, yeah, this dude right here got screws loose and he is very insecure. So that's why everybody like, oh, I you need to love yourself like Kanye love Kanye. And I'm like, if y'all think Kanye loves Kanye then you all are really sipping the Kool-Aid and you don't know how to look at a situation and determine when someone is is having uh, a reaction to insecurity, right? Like, like that's not confidence. That's something else. You know what I'm saying? But, sure. but I would see the way that people would him. buy into him. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and so when, when they saw him put on the MAGA hat, 
you guys think this is a new Kanye. And I'm like, this is the same person he's always been. He's always been an attention whore. He's always been someone that receives information and spews it out. And they, like he's 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 never been this brilliant, you know, uh, articulate individual. He was the same dude that got on the stage and interrupted a, a, a woman receiving an award. We loved it then, right? But when that same energy gets directed at us, now all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's changed. No, this is who he is. So either you weren't paying attention to him then or you're deluding yourself now, but which one is it? Because have you, maybe you never really loved him or maybe you were never really paying attention to who he was because he's the same person. So if you was rocking with him now, ain't that what we say in our community? Keep the same energy. Keep that same energy. I'm saying that to black people. Y'all been rocking with this dude for 30 years and he's been a piece of shit. But we've been making excuses about it. Keep the same energy now. Now, just because, oh, well, he's doing this and now he's actually in a position to do. No, he's always been in a position. You just weren't one of the Central Park Five, right? Same way with R. Kelly. Keep that same energy, right? He was doing that shit to Aaliyah. We've been known this. We've been overlooking it, right? But then when it becomes uncomfortable, now all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that people can't grow, but I'm saying, no. We've had all of these indications and we've been ignoring it until it got focused on us. Now, all of a sudden, the world has to stop. So that's what I mean by what I'm saying. I'm pointing out hypocrisy because that's what that is. It's hypocrisy. If you were cool with it then and now you got to question yourself, why is it uncomfortable now? And I'm not saying that you can't disagree with the things he's doing. I'm saying that while you're busy judging him. Like Charlemagne said in that thing, he said, those other three fingers while you're pointing it are pointing at you. You also need to recognize the fact that, man, maybe I was a poor judge of character in all of these early stages. And maybe I need to be better moving forward because he's been the same person. He didn't turn around and all of a sudden become racist. He didn't turn around and all of a sudden become uh, an egomaniac. He's always been an egomaniac. You just enjoyed his beats. I think that was a very passionate plea for, to America. Like you should see how serious Isaac is. Sounded the look like on a his face. Thought. I know we're done. It did here. sound like an I opinion. I think we're right? done here. And, think and, we're and, done and, here. And, and that wasn't even the intention to, to to have an opinion. It was just like you know. Th- th- but you said way. something that was interesting to me when you said that Charlemagne said you point a finger and then there's three pointing back at you. So where does your thumb point? Is that up to God? So we give it up to the highest power? <laughs> what, what happens in that situation? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, just asking. Because I'm sure someone else thought like, well, where's your thumb pointing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I agree with you in so many different areas. I think that sometimes it's so easy to be... Um, like I, you know, in in most areas of my life, I am very logical and come from a diplomatic space. Like I, I have to get all the facts before I make any decisions. And sometimes I'm very slow to have an opinion about things because I feel like, eh, I don't know everything about this, um, which works in most instances. And then sometimes it's like, bitch, just make a decision anyway. Um, but I, I think what I push back on when it comes to that is assuming that people aren't able to separate. Um, let me, let me figure out how I want to say that. I, I feel like I, I hear exactly what you're saying and I know 
what you're getting at. And I do think that people need to keep the same energy and that all of us in a variation of aspects are complete hypocrites. But when we get information after not having it before, we're allowed to react to that information. Was Kanye always a disruptor? Yes. Was he always mildly manipulative? Yes. Has he always kind of played on the fact that he's got some mental health issues? Yes. But when you start to, when you have a platform as big as his and you start to make comments that can now shift the narrative about factual things, where whether it's um, Republicans were the ones to um, pass, you know, anti-slavery, you know, they, they basically freed the slaves. Yes, that is factual. But if you're not providing context then you're you're telling an entire generation of young people who are now not being really taught about the the history of slavery and how that all um, unfolded. You're making them feel like, see, Kanye even knows Republicans were the ones that free slaves. So fuck what the Democrats are talking about. Like it, it's more about the fact that when he's now manipulating people, he's doing it in a way that's dangerous. And so while I get what you're saying and I completely agree with a lot of it, I feel like we're pulling out the pieces where it's like you guys are now just being all emotional about, you know, how Kanye is now or how Trump is now. Nah, Trump now has the power to separate hundreds and thousands of families at the border when it's like, yeah, he may have been this guy before, but he didn't have the same power that he has now. So that's I, I because Obama didn't do his job and someone had a real president had to come in there and clean it up. That's what he said. That's Casey. what Trump said. Casey, I was hearing you though, and yep. and, and you were spit yeah. bars. I I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, and I agree lock with you. Lock her so up. I just, I, lock her up. Lock her up. For, lock her up. I agree with you, Casey. I agree with you. Yeah, you right. So so yes. Um, but we can. Um, man, I had a really good. <laughs> okay, I guess we can dig into this, but let me let me introduce the podcast. And then uh, you got to be shitting me. (laughs) (laughs) We just went for an hour and a half. It ain't been an hour and a half, nigga. It's I'm looking at the clock. Right. You're not. I've been telling literally it literally is crossing an hour at this exact second. Right. (laughs) I'm watching the clock. I got here at 11. (laughs) Listen, now when you got there is outside of this. (laughs) So. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, let's go ahead and get to it. Hello everyone, this is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. And we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast, where we discuss everything relationships with a twist. We are here with our very special uh, guests, I guess. <laughs> it's so weird. I wanted to say co-host, but it's like a lot of y'all, so we're just going to stick with guests. Um, we have the incomparable Omar Tromar Gang Gang Black Fag. Where the fuck is missing? the black fact? Jones? Guess, yeah, we need some black facts. Guess by the way. who's coming Omar, to dinner? Omar, Omar Jones, where you at? Thank you. Guess, guess who's, who's coming, coming to dinner there. tonight, ladies? Guess who's coming to dinner? Oh, Bill. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can. Holla at me. Holla, 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 holla. Oh, Let me holla at you. Let me holla at you. Holla, 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 holla. Are you going to give us a black fact? <laughs> Are you going to go back it's to not, that or no? It's not. We're not there yet. Oh, so this is happens in February. It's Black History. February. Yeah, it's the shortest month of the year. That's why yeah. I do it then. <laughs> We are also joined by um, the greatest host of all time. Yes, the host of the Tequila Tales Live, the know-it-all himself, the producer of this here podcast, Mr. Isaac Paul. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where are the... Oh, there they go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. It's always a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. So let's get back into it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you got to give some 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 rundowns about what they've been listening to for the last hour. Uh, that we cuss and all that other good stuff. Yeah, so we we are... Two different cities, a, you know. We, yes, we are a bi-coastal podcast. I am in Arizona. They are in Chicago, Illinois. We are a cussing podcast, if you couldn't tell. We are a drinking podcast, which I don't know how many y'all have had. Right. But it's five o'clock somewhere. Been, it's five o'clock somewhere. So, uh, if any of these things are rough for you, new listeners, we are not the podcast for you. We are, we not. are not PC. We say a lot of shit that would a hundred percent get us canceled. But I think cancel culture is on its way out. What y'all think? Mm. And even if it wasn't, fuck them. You okay. know what I'm saying? Fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck Kanye. <laughs> and fuck the cancel culture, motherfuckers. Okay. Shit. We had a conversation this weekend about. Fuck them kids. I told her I was afraid of teenagers, and it's 100% true, even to this day. Um, and, and just FYI, Brittany's got on a really cool hoodie right now. Oh, yeah. Does she? Yeah. What's it say? It says Chicago, Chicago. over everything, but over like it's everything. Chicago, and over everything is like upside down. Like, so mm. it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a play on the eyes. It's you know what I'm saying? It's like cool. And, and like it. all three of us, ironically enough, are in hoodies. Yeah. Uh, okay. Omar is I in his Oxford is- hoodie, right? So he's okay. looking very snazzy. I've got on one from a um, a uh, a run that I did a few years back. A uh, little mm. little wasn't a marathon, but it's a little five k. You, you know ran? what I'm saying? With your little yeah, yeah, I did, I did, I did. I, I did. Nigga did a little running. Okay, uh, and I will say this: knees, much. knees to chest, knees, knees to chest, knees to um, chest. And, and and we saw Casey because uh, we we did a video thing and she had a, <laughs> yes. a, a Jemima a scarf on which she which is an iron sweatshirt on her head today on and, her head. but <laughs> sweatshirt but, on her head. First of all, don't don't do me. But my shirt is I'm I'm wearing some dope shirt. Okay, a dope shirt right now. Okay, all right. Well, it we, says, we see that. What does it say? Oprah wasn't built in the day. Oh, okay, that's cute. Oh, okay. I don't think that's the one you had on when you probably first started recording. But um, yes, it is. I still have the shirt on my head. Oh, we didn't know what I'm wearing it on my because body. of the sweatshirt on our head. Yeah, we didn't. It's it, not a sweatshirt. It, it was pink. It, <laughs> it was, was pink too. Was it so. orange? Fuck y'all. It's orange. Y'all oh, was it orange? Too. Oh shit! Look at you with the oh, good eyes. Orange. But but I'll say this with much with the good though. eyes. <laughs> I, I'll say this much though because this this is you, you know you open the podcast with. Uh, talking about our amazing photo shoot uh, last week, and yeah. I recognize that I think we gave we we left it all on the on the court. We left it all on the Absolutely. field because because sure. we showed up this Saturday 
Nigga looking like we was moving. <laughs> it looked like right. <laughs> it looked like niggas pulled up to my right. crib like but, they was about to help me grab mattresses. But this is why the photo shoot was so necessary because <laughs> see, I be trying to catch video and we don't be uh, looking polished. We look mm. like we rolled the fuck out of bed because <laughs> we've been to drink, eat, and talk some shit. And so right. he be trying to pull the camera out. Niggas right. hair ain't comb. I ain't bringing a comb through my hair yet. And maybe now, now, can we speak for ourselves? And they be sleeping on you is what um, you're saying. They you know sleeping. what I'm saying? Because not you know now. I, mean? I woke up like this now. I'm still fine. Oh no, listen. However, listen, you look good. You know, All I'm know. gonna say, everybody. They need to stop all this collectively. We look like shit thing. Oh, okay. Because you know, <laughs> I'm wearing a hoodie. Don't mean I look like shit. And <laughs> I washed my been, ass this morning. Omar been up since 4 a.m. Drinking you know what his I mean? coffee like, I'm and just peering over his balcony. None of us stop this collective speaking shit. This unanimity. Like, we all fucked up in here. We all stink. Nigga, we don't stink. We all Listen, smell like ball sack. <laughs> basketball <laughs> game. That's all. This is of. my self care day. I don't need any of your backlash. None of you. <laughs> We're not doing that shit. Right, right. I'm I, all. The only point I was picking out was just yes that. Uh, we it, not photo shoot it, it, ready. We not photo shoot ready. Not today. We all still look good. God damn it! Like you yeah. know, and, and and to Brittany's point, I woke up like this. No, okay. that's what this is. Yeah. This is this is. I woke up like this because yeah. I literally woke up. It like smelled like onion rings and pickle juice. <laughs> I still got on my mascara from last night. Shit. Anyway. Shit. But anyway, so um, yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask y'all. Um, okay. <laughs> Go, day, go for it. Um, did we talk about Angela Yee and fucking Gucci Mane? Oh, goodness gracious. We did not. We didn't. Um, sometimes it's bad. for I the had... shade room, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just got one thing to say. Can I give a PSA real quick to my lady? Yeah, okay, get? y'all can listen to this shit or not. Nah. It's up to you. Um, However, I just want to say this, that we have entered into a time where women have owned their um, their vaginas, mm. you know, um, from the infamous, you know, slut walk that I don't agree with Here to um, all sorts of different movements we have had with um, honoring us being women who um, it should be OK for us to be vocal about, you know, if we want to fuck or not. Right. And so with in light of Summer Walker's release of her album, which I fucking love, it's that's it's exactly awesome. what that is. It's it's owning what what we would consider to be that whole part of you, and really tuning into it and saying, "Well, fuck you then if you don't like it." Right? So I'm cool with that. I love it. For Angela Yee, she made her, she shot her shot, got shot down, and then the shit was caught on on fucking tape. And she tried to deny it. And I don't respect that. Like, I feel like if you shot your shot and he didn't want to fuck with you, then he didn't want to fuck with you. You're not everyone's cup of tea. Like, I like to tell people that, like, Mm. oh, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And if I feel if I feel inclined to say something to you like, oh, well, you're handsome. 
oh, well, this, that, and the third, or whatever. And if you don't bite, then you don't bite. But if it's brought back up later, like, oh, yeah, you shot your shot. I did, but why we bringing it up? You ain't bite. Right, right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't understand why it was such a big deal why for her. Why she had to act like it didn't happen. Because, okay, so so from your perspective, it feels like Gucci telling the truth, right? No, ain't no feel. I listened to the <laughs> shit. She said, you know what they say about Asians, right? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is Angela you Yee. to it. Yeah, it was on the fucking Breakfast Club or some interview she had with him. Uh. And she said, you know what they say about Asians, right? And he was like, what? That they pussy deep. She said the shit and he played it off. Like she asked him like, um, so what's up with you and Keisha Kior? And at the time, they weren't together. Something happened where they weren't together. He said it on TV. Oh, like, I thought this was a not- private conversation. No, this, was a this shit was recorded. Oh. And then he ended up having to, he was supposed to go back on the breakfast club for something. He gets to the building and they say, you've been banned from the breakfast club. So he gets mad and he was like, that bitch, Angela Yee and fuck DJ Envy and all of that. So, so why Charlamagne, is she mad at DJ Envy though? I don't know. I missed that part. Why is so? I for I don't know enough about this. So that's right. Kind of it, why and right, and that's why it's so jacked up because I just saw but some Charlotte of this stuff happen. But, a separate but interview I, with him. Okay. Right. But I now did I hear. That. I heard the issue with DJ Envy is the fact that he kind of defended Angela in the sense that, like, you know, if she don't want you up here, if that was the case, or you know, I stand by her, but. I don't think he said anything like sideways or anything based on what Envy was saying. Really? I don't know. Interesting because Gucci Mane came went on off. some Gucci went Goomy. off. He called her a bitch, called DJ Envy a bitch. Said, and man, that's yeah, what and made I'm going to see him when I see when him in I person. I'm like, oh, And that's what, made me, go. that's what made me go back. Like, why he called her a bitch Because I ain't no bitch, like but I ain't trying to see Gucci in, in a dark alley or in a, in a library. I'm good. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, confused. Nah, man, we good, man. I'm like, confused why? at her attraction <laughs> to Gucci to begin with. But when he, caught, when he went off, because that's where I came in on the conversation, on the situation, when he went off on her. And he called her a bitch and he starts talking about DJ Envy. And I'm like, I know he ain't just lose his mind like that. Mm. I know he ain't just calling her no bitch. Like, she's not my cup of tea, but you're not finna be disrespecting her for no reason. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I go back and I'm like, oh, you, so, you can't so here's, own up here's to the question fact that I he turned you, you down. And I know that it's funny because, you, know, you you know, you made your PSA. But now I have to reference a conversation that Casey and I had uh, mm-hmm. this week. Uh, about this particular topic mm-hmm. because when I saw it I was like man that's inter- I didn't 100% know how to feel mm-hmm. and so it felt like Casey was defending uh, Charlemagne's space of okay he's in media and he's got to sometimes like give people the space to be able to say what it is that they want to say and he's mm-hmm. got you know various avenues that he uh, pushes his content and so we were both in awareness of that but I just said something simple and, and I could be wrong in feeling this way but I was like say something sharp like that in front of Omar when he's interviewing you and see if you don't get a different reaction right like like well I did I did agree with a lot of people's pushback as far as him calling Angela a bitch like you can defend your wife you can defend yourself without calling the woman that you're feuding with out her name. Right. Like, I agree with that. He said that bitch Angela Yee. Like yeah. that I don't agree with and I think Charlotte But I think he did it to be disrespectful though. But then he, he did, do it to he be did, He did it on oh, purpose. 100%. Absolutely. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Charlemagne not defending Angela at, for that. 
Like he can he can have Gucci on his platform and let him say what he's got to say. But okay. if if but if you somebody, think Charlamagne's gonna either, check Gucci man? Check him for what? I don't. Though? Well, this but this is what I'm saying. If if this is kind of and you know I, she I lied, what, right? It's but I'm on saying tape. that okay, we can play it back. Like how right. he just did, dude. We can play I'm it back. S- I'm a defense. So you saying that that is 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 part of what goes into it is the man in him. Also knows damn and the journalist. This is my girl, and she did fuck up on she this. She fucked up on this. Like, there is, there is no, there is no, there's no instance where one of a one of y'all, one of y'all are beefing with somebody, and for whatever reason, I'm interviewing them for something else, and they was like, "Yeah, man, fuck that nigga Isaac, or fuck Omar, fuck Britney." Like, all right, like you know, I understand that you beefing with them, but those are my people. Like, regardless, that, that there's no, there's nothing that but I, guess my I would, question, that somebody... Why would, what did you expect from someone that's ignorant? Right, I'm like, who been in jail wants for like to get years? into like, it with What do you think they think? No, I'm not, I'm not talking about Gucci. I see what I'm you're saying. I'm not saying that She's that's not expected. Why but Omar, say nothing. I see Omar, what you're saying. Though. You yeah, I understand yes, what you're saying. Yes, that's what I'm saying. There's but nothing saying, that somebody could say about Isaac and you wouldn't fucking stand up for him regardless of how hood that motherfucker might be. No, or how I, wrong Ike was in the situation. I but totally I guess it's right. you're, you're always and that's what I'm And that's what I'm just trying to figure out like is the context. Okay, so case. In that situation, with that, I agree with you there. Because if I'm interviewing someone, and I know for a fact you lied, and I I know for a fact it's on tape, everybody didn't hurt it, and this (laughs) motherfucker started going off, and he calls you out your name, I'm like, I, I, yeah. All right, right. Look, even if it's just a little like, we need to come right, to Jesus, relax. but you're not going to talk about it like that, okay? You know, no. we don't know what was going on, but we, we need to come to Jesus, but you're just not going to talk about but it like that. But let's be honest. I get you. People call Charlemagne the God a bitch to his face. <laughs> and he'd be and like, like I respect <laughs> that. He'd be Bro, like, I respect that. What do you think he's going to do with his friend? <laughs> the whole family point. get treated. Right. That's a good point. That's you're a good not point. Fair. But no, no, I feel you, uh, Case, you, you, you saying it, it just bothered you a bit that he didn't re- demand some respect in that moment. But he moment. doesn't demand respect for himself. He doesn't demand respect for himself. But see, he that's, but that's the, the thing. Like, but see, Omar, like you may not... matter of fact Omar it's funny that you're saying this because there is a situation amongst us and we're not going to speak on it where you want somebody to apologize to me for saying some sideways shit to me but if they said that shit about you to your face or just in general, you may not have felt that strongly about it, but you're very protective nah, of he, me. No, nah, nah, he would have slapped uh, shit out of Okay, fine, fine. Where is but the, what nah, he, he would have heard about him into this situation. You should see his face right now. What was this situation? No, we can't. No, We're we not can't. going we to. Can't. Well, are you kidding? What are oh, we no, can talk about it offline. You already know about it. You already know about it. But we'll yeah, you yeah, I but do, the point, I, but the but that but that's the same fucking thing. You wouldn't let you wouldn't be comfortable with somebody just saying, "Yeah, that bitch Casey knew she was wrong for that." You'd be like, "All right, nigga." Like, but I think everyone <laughs> cut from a different cloth, right? So he's not going to respond the way I respond or someone else would respond. It's just like when you walk in the store and this little kid's misbehaving or swearing at like teenagers. And sure. it's only one dude that says some shit to him, like check him, like, "Hey man, y'all need to chill the fuck out." Wait, you know what I mean? But it's like fifty out. other men in there, <laughs> like everybody not cut from the same cloth. <laughs> you know, they I correct some that. shit, right? But I think that yeah. that just bothered me on That's her a part. Good analogy. <laughs> yeah, it is a great analogy. I think that that bothered me on her end because it's like we're in this age where everything is recorded, like the receipts mm-hmm. are there. You sit in front of this microphone every day and you shot your 
long ass shot. Is she cute? Now. Is she cute? Angela Yee, she alright. She's know, beautiful. Why are you? Angela Yee. But you she's think she's cute? I mean, I why she am I what? You said that you thought she was cute once. Did I? Yeah, you said why am I what? I, I'm I'm asking Omar why is that a question? Because I'm saying like maybe her ego's hurt. Y'all know. Oh, totally absolutely. Ego. You know what I mean? That yeah, she shot awesome. yeah, She got salty and almost go back and to then, the double down. And then you the can, condom bag, right? Like let me double down. <laughs> <laughs> let me hit him with the you can't handle this. You're you know right. what I mean? Like you not cause she did say you ain't even my type. Like, did you yeah. see him in two thousand nine? Yeah, know? but you wasn't yeah. saying but that. She that was wait wait down, but she was doubling down. But she was doubling down. We gotta give Omar props for incorporating yeah. the condom bag <laughs> Because she totally double grabbed back. the condom bag. Yeah, yes, she, she does. And now Charlemagne is being asked to have to hold the condom bag here. And that's why he was sitting in the, in the interview like, look, I ain't got nothing to do with this. This ain't yeah. me. This ain't me right here. This is y'all, man. You're not going to ask me to hold your condom bag. See? When you trying to fuck She Gucci. doubled down. She, yeah, she, she doubled down. down. If she would have just let it go. She could have let it go. All she had to say was, uh, yeah. Because what happened was he brought it up. There's nothing wrong with the woman shooting a shot. It's not. And it's nothing wrong with him not biting. Right. She asked him, where you staying? What hotel you staying at? But wait a minute. Everything. But he brought it up, though. He brought it up in in the future. And I think that's what it was. Yeah. Now she had a new level. Yeah, I don't think it came out of nowhere. She was at a new level. And she Mm kind of felt like, all right, you you trying to stunt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You trying to bring up old shit? Yeah. Like I'm not. Like I ain't yeah. elevated now. Why you try, yeah. Like he was. He might have been clout chasing a little bit, right? Mm. Like, oh, okay. Now that we syndicated, but his girl bad this. though. But his girl bad. Yeah, but was she, yeah. I mean, she, she bad. She's yeah. pretty. She bad. She's pretty. It's not. But I, I, I don't think it's about any of that. It's I not think about it looks, is. but I, I, hey. He like, hey, he like, hey, you see what I'm pulling? You see what I'm pulling these days? Money, money has made everybody hey, look better. Hey, Let's be Casey, very clear right, about Casey. That. Casey. Don't let me get some money out Casey. here, Casey. Y'all think I'm cute now, Casey? Casey. I was hey, going to say, a bitch gonna wake up every day Casey. looking like royalty. Listen, listen, okay. we just had a photo wait, shoot. Wait, listen, okay, and we look great. Listen, and we still broke. We, we still broke. Give us, let's have a money photo shoot. I don't even think he was stunting. I think he was just throwing that shit out there Uh, think about it Gucci in 2009 was still famous Mm -hmm. he was still famous yeah but he ain't Gucci but you can't act like he Gucci wasn't a man back in 2009 yeah, motherfuckers fuck with Gucci. I fuck he with was, Gucci. He was yeah. hot back then. You know what I mean? He like was, he was a little fat, but he but was he hot. Was, right. He wasn't glowed up Gucci. Right, yeah, but does that matter? Neither was right. Biggie. Now, Neither yeah, was it Biggie. Matter. <laughs> Biggie yeah. let you know as long as you get famous, you get money. Uh, you got options, my matter. dude. That's, that's, that's you are fact. you are that's pulling talent. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> you are pulling talent. Come on, are we serious? No, if you rich and you famous, you are pulling talent. Right, that's bars. Yeah. It's 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 a little different for women, because yeah. yeah. you know what it I mean. Is. Ask Wendy Windham. I don't know about that, but ask Wendy Williams. <laughs> oh She'll tell you about what women pull. But yeah. I'm saying, if you a dude mm. and you got some yeah. money and you famous, you got options. So I think Honestly, he was just saying have, it in if passing. You have money. I think if you, you have just money. Shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You have options. <laughs> I think Gucci was probably just talking shit. Yeah. Just to, just to, he but, probably wanted to throw it, was, it out there. But like it was on her show, and she felt like. 
I'm one of the main three of the breakfast club. Right, that's what I'm saying. You're he's not going to come in my house. He's talking shit. He and did disrespect me. You he ain't going to come in my house and disrespect he's me. He's like, oh, you were trying now, to get with me back then. What she should have done, though. And what, she should have been a player about it. No, no, no. no. And, and, and to your point, Brittany. And like, you think you're the first? Like, you think you're the first? Exactly. She should have right. roasted him. Right. And played it, but not denied it. No. She denied. Own it. Own it. The truth of what it was. And it's right. like, bitch, I got the receipts, though. <laughs> like, Text messages I got and everything. The receipts. Like, why and deny she it, boo? Do that. Like, I would have yeah. respected you yeah. way more. Like, I'm like, she hell owned yeah. It. She could have owned, owned that shit. It. She could have Yeah, I did. And you ain't want it. So, I moved on. Right. Ain't you married? Right. Next topic. Right. Next topic. She could have did that. Worry about your wife. Worry about your wife. Where Keisha? Let me find Keisha. Let me find Keisha's number. She played it wrong. Congratulations. Congratulations. You played yourself. You played yourself. And you know how that happened? That happened because she wasn't prepared for it, right? Nah. And everybody ain't good off the cuff. Everybody ain't good with the snapback. Feeling Gucci, she still want to fuck with him. Shit, you so think it's, it's even threw a little off. That? She was she already nervous for him bro. being in a goddamn interview. <laughs> she still want to give him them. Drugs. And when he brought it the fuck up, she like, uh, uh-uh, I ain't do that. Cause what 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 little girls and little boys do when they like you and the motherfucker asks you, you, you like him? Shit. No, yeah, they be bro. like, Nah, I don't like her. I don't like uh, her. I don't like him. Uh, uh-uh. uh. But you do. Uh, mm-hmm. Stop lying. Everybody got their little crushes out here still. And it's fine. She could have just been more. I play get a little text message that now and yeah, then to get me to glow up a little bit. Just glow up. <laughs> oh, you were thinking about me, huh? Yes, thinking about me. <laughs> All right. All right. You made my day. Uh, you have a nice day, too, darling. <laughs> Speaking of next topic, let's move on. God bless you. you know God what? bless you. You're you just a, a hater over here, dick. right? You know what I'm saying? Hating from Arizona. <laughs> They used to say raising Arizona is hating Arizona. I have to keep the podcast on target. And yes, it is 79 degrees. Ooh, you are you bragging? Are you bragging? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a burn. That I felt was like that was too. shade. That was good. That, that was, was good. Hey, hey Siri, uh, nearest <laughs> burn clinic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. No, let's let's get into it. So, um, I came across something that came up uh, this past week, and it didn't get a lot of attention, but I found it to be very interesting because, as we all know, the divorce rate is super high. So, when it came to relationships, I did want to touch on this to see what you guys thought about it because I thought it was interesting, and it kind of spoke to a little bit of what's uh, going on with me. Not the same way, but anyway, you're divorced. So. Uh, no yeah, shit. definitely, Bitches definitely getting a divorce. Um, no, retarded. So next she gonna be like she got kids, married with children, and I wish I never met her. I cannot Dude. at all. Lord, no. <laughs> you gotta put the call Thomas on, man. He said she Appreciate was unhappily married with children. That's true. He's still hit though. He gotta, he, right. <laughs> <laughs> This is why do people want you to leave your significant other when they mess Nigga. around? You? That's so random. Be like, really? You know like, what this was? Like, Summer Walker said, "Don't catch feelings, goddammit. Like seriously, I just want to fuck. We really gonna run away and we both broke. I depend on him, right. and you barely got a part time job, but we running away together. So run think away. sometimes. Think. <laughs> I'm cheating for dick, not for money, motherfucker. Like, think. Think. I'm okay at home. I'm financially secure. I just need some dick. <laughs> not a husband. I got one of those. 
He's like, let's run away together. Be like, nigga, you work at the Dollar Tree. We can't. Where we running to, boo? Where we running to? <laughs> I, I, I got a red roof in. I, I got a cousin in Springfield. In Springfield. <laughs> he got an open basement. <laughs> no, boo, boo. Sorry, Casey. We back. Uh, we back. No worries. Back. We back. Um, okay. According to Exo Nicole, is it better to live with your spouse before marriage so that you know exactly what you're getting into? Or do you have a more traditional perspective that forbids shacking up before jump before you jump the broom? No. You need to live with that nigga. Yes. Okay. Facts. Big facts. You need to smell his ass. You need to hear the fucking snoring. You need to hear the incons- see and hear the inconsistencies and everything. What if he got roaches? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't, that, or that. she got roaches. Okay. Maybe she bring uh-huh. her stuff bed over bugs. and there's roaches. She bring bed bugs. Think about it. I All had right. somebody come over my house one day and they had a roach on them. And next you know, I had a roach in face and I had to get rid of all the roaches. See, For real? People, no, that's how they do. They they might be in somebody's jacket, a coat. See, they I don't do buy, travel with you. I don't. Inv- yes. I, nigga, I ain't. I, I do, ever that's how you see a roach. How you get leave someone's jacket. jacket. <laughs> Something that will break up. I don't care <laughs> if it's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I think listen. Limp. On 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 everything. Isaac, listen, if if I'm in the middle of smashing and this is the best session I've ever had, and I just happen to look over and peer, I into guarantee the you that's not and true. And I see a I've roach. been there before, <laughs> and the girl killed it with the hand. <laughs> she had the light on, and I saw, it and she saw, it and was like, bam, and it fell down the wall. And I said, I guess I'm gonna keep going because I ain't shit. <laughs> I'm not staying the night And I would hide my clothes On shit So the roaches Wouldn't get in them Cause I'm like I can't bring these niggas Home with me <laughs> And you no, have to Hide your no, shit With her hair With her bare ass head With her bare She said bam uh, Roach fell down the wall uh, So she I said did, see So did she kill it Or did she stun it Cause that sounded I'm a, like I'm gonna tell a you wound. A, I'm gonna tell you A true like story a fatality. That sounded like a wound I'm gonna tell you A true story I'm not making this up And I hope she's happy wherever she's at, but she won this house from Section 8 in the lottery. Mm. And it was full of roaches. Mm. <laughs> and I said, you need to clean this shit up. <laughs> I think they call them bombs, where they come in right. and explode and all right. the roaches. I was like, you need all of those. <laughs> by the whole shelf. And I'm sorry to go left on roaches, but... <laughs> it's very important to know if someone has roaches. Oh goodness, no! Because here's the thing: no, you want to make sure you need to know who you living with too. Mm. What if they do weird shit? <laughs> like I know uh, people. You know, when I talk to them, I'm like, okay, I want to see how this person lives. And then you finally go over to the house. You like, yep, I knew it. This is some weird shit. They got incense burning everywhere. It's some chemical in the bathtub. You don't know if it's vape or they're making candles. And you're like, all right, I don't want to live in that kind of house where that's going down. You know what I mean? Where something's always going down in the house. Like you using the house for your concoctions and shit. You may not like that. What if someone's neat? What if you are not as neat and this person's fucking ADD about Mm. cleaning? Like I'm kind of partial ADD. Like I like shit put back, Mm -hmm. especially in the common area. Bedroom, we can slack off. Commentary, nah, we got to keep this shit tight. Because mm-hmm. if someone comes over, I don't want them to think my nasty ass have been here. Right, <laughs> like, I don't right. give a shit about how I'm living. <laughs> like, oh, you dirty too. Uh, and then people think, y'all dirty as hell. You be on them dishes, nigga. You don't, you don't, you Dude, like, no. I'm not, no, because when people come this. over your house, they, trust me, you they go to someone's house and you're judging them. And imagine that both of y'all stand together now. And now y'all being judged together like, I don't think they're going to make it. Y'all some nasty niggas, man. (laughs) 
y'all, y'all some old putrid. Y'all niggas are putrid. They start using extra words beyond nasty to just make you feel extra dirty. Right. <laughs> and then look when you and look 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 think about it like this. When 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 you when when you you could really see who, who what you're dealing with right when you stay with someone. Like say if you stay with someone mm. and you you know it's like three or four days in and they haven't showered yet. Mm. <laughs> and you got to start dropping hands like, man, I'm about to grab a shower. You uh, <laughs> you trying to shower too? <laughs> like, no, I'm good. And you're like, okay, I can't, I can't, I don't, uh, I don't want to marry his funky ass or her uh, funky ass. Goodness. See, you start picking well, up things now. Now, okay, what you got, Casey? Because I got, I, I got. Something. I wasn't uh, finished with that point, but um, <laughs> what about money, finances? Finance is important, right? So, um, it wasn't so much about this, but the. Trevor Noah, you know, South African comedian, host of The Daily Show, his answer was nah to both of those things. Um, mm. So he said, I'm a big advocate for not living together ever, even if you're married. Oh, wow. I th- yeah. I think one of the biggest reasons people get divorced and relationships break up is because of this co- cohabitating bullshit that we've come to believe is the way relationships are supposed to be. You cannot tell me that everyone was designed to live the same way. Our intimacy can be expressed in different ways, and that's what's beautiful. Um, I found out that Kaylee Kuoko, she's from the Big Bang Theory. I'm sure I'm pronouncing her last name incorrectly. That is one of my favorite shows uh, for a variation of nerd reasons. But um, after more than a year of marriage, her and her husband are living separately. Um, She revealed it on a recent podcast and uh, revealed that although they'll be moving in together soon, living apart from each other has been working great for them. She said, the older I get, I know now what works for me. Even when Carl and I met and I knew I was totally in love with him and we wanted to get married, we both really like our own lives and we actually like our own couches. Wow. Wow. Why did I just have a conversation with a a good friend of mine about this earlier this morning? Which is so crazy. Like I didn't even know. (laughs) No, but I didn't even like. First of all, I didn't know about all of that shit with Trevor Noah and the other thing. Yes, he said he absolutely plans to get married, but he has no interest in living together. Wow, that is. I've seen people deviate from standard marriage practices. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the day. I don't know if y'all remember watching. I love Lucy. Ricky Ricardo and 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 Lucille Ball were sleeping in separate beds, and I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. Well, right. that was the time, though. Every well, every I mean, couple did that. Did they? Well, I don't know if every couple did. Well, on did. television. Yeah. Like, they couldn't show couples uh, yeah, okay, sleeping yeah, together right. on television. But they made it look like it was regular. And, right. I, and and so, from my perspective of what life was like back then, I'm like, were there a lot of white households where you had wives and husbands sleeping in separate beds? To where they didn't see that and think, oh, they're just doing this for TV. They thought... Right. You know, once this again, was right. that life imitating art or art imitating life? I need some old white people on this podcast to break down <laughs> what niggas was on back then. But to that point, though, to the point, you know, I grew up in a nuclear household. So when I think of marriage, I look at it that way. So so before you even shared that, I was in somewhere different. Right. And what I was going to say was I've done I've I've done the cohabitation and and, and that was dope. Right. But if I'm going to keep it 100, it was marriage. Wait, because you had two fathers growing up, right? Dude, get your ass out. <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm, I'm talking about me living with a woman, you know what I'm saying, that I was dating for, for several years. And when I look back on that relationship, beyond the rings and the ceremony, we operated, in my mind, 
very close to what marriage would have felt like, right? Um, when I moved to Chicago, um, because of how far we went and we didn't cross that finish line, I told myself personally that I would hesitate against that be- if marriage was the ultimate goal. If marriage was the ultimate goal, it depends, right? Like, because if marriage, if marriage is the ultimate goal to me, I felt like we can we can do the cohabitation thing, like, you know, because to, to Omar's point, when he's like, well, I need to know how you are with this. Well, you can get that experience by me spending extended periods of time at your place and vice versa. But once we start to cohabitate, and this is just from my perspective now, what separates that experience from marriage, right? Like like marriage to me has to feel like a graduation from what was what was common. But what if he said that's a deal breaker for him? What? What Who in terms of having that experience? <laughs> oh, get your ass out of here. This nigga Zayden. So look, I'm thinking he's the, talking in hypotheticals. Here's but the, I didn't know that this nigga was being here's, the, <laughs> so he's here's the thing. I, he is cracking I up right now. He totally pulled me into that shit. <laughs> I don't know and, how you keep I'm, getting suckered. I always do. And then I always do. He wasn't even and looking at me. I was on, like, the, on the podcast in real life. <laughs> when right. this nigga tells these stories and I'm sitting there believing what it is he said and it's and then i realize it's a joke and i start cracking the fuck up and people are looking at me like i'm insane and i'm like because it's it it always okay. catches me off guard so, look, so maybe i'm just slow that's <laughs> it a little bit. Slow. having a bunch I'm of blind slow. moments i'm slow it's okay because that was hilarious here's, nigga. The, I was, <laughs> here's I'm, the deal I'm answering the question. well it depends on what this nigga say okay <laughs> <laughs> So here's Get the thing. Out of here, bro. I, anyway, um, fuck you. And you know that's cool because <laughs> I um I kind of felt the same way after my last relationship that I wasn't going to live with someone else because I didn't want to put that type of energy into something that potentially may not work out. Okay. I feel like it's um it's an it's a it's a crapshoot. It's a fifty fifty because you never know how things will end, right, or how things will turn up. So I had the same um. The same thought process, but then it it fucked me up because um, moving forward as I progressed in my current relationship, um, I realized that when you get married, right, you have this new level of expectation for your partner and it's mutual it's 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 on both ends right because it's like okay we were boyfriend and girlfriend and you know i expected you to be faithful i expected you to do boyfriend and girlfriend things but when we get married it's a new heightened expectation of um of what i expect from you as my husband explain you know so it's just you know how you handle me, how you handle issues around us. I expect you to be more attentive. I expect for it to matter more. So you mean Where, like he needs to come home early? He can't be standing. No, no, late. no. See that I'm different. Don't so people give, don't give me some examples. No, I'm, what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm talking generally right now, because I want to make a point about the whole. Oh, living sorry. Together. Go ahead. Go but it's ahead. fine. We can double back on Do that. Do you, boo boo? Shut the fuck up. Okay, so we. <laughs> You have this new heightened level of expectation, right? And so that can be tried. And this is where I think that a lot of marriages kind of fail in that first five years, especially ones that they start living together after they get married. They start understanding and learning how 
each person is with finances. You know, money is a big thing. And I don't think that you need to have a lot of money, but it's how you handle money. And it's about how you consider the other person in those money moments, right? So you start figuring that shit out along with their living habits, their their routines, because now you're meshing two different types of living, two different types of growing up. Yeah, you get an idea of it when you stand with them for long periods of time, a couple of days, like, oh, you do it like that? Well, hot sauce don't go in the refrigerator, you know, in my house. You know what I'm saying? Ketchup don't go in the refrigerator in my house. You know, this type Ketchup of Ketchup can go... Sometimes. Ketchup can go Ketchup Sometimes. can go But I've met some people Who leave no, them out know You know said, You know what I'm saying And those are small little <laughs> Those things, could be deal breakers But right? they can be well, deal breakers European descent Like they do that. shut the fuck up No that's what that means Fuck face Okay So um, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like Those small little things That you get to learn About a person You see it When you stay with them For a little bit But you don't see All the things That can be Um irritating to you after those extended Leaving period the of time seat up. you know or not even that like i find that in my current relationship him leaving the toilet seat up don't bother me because you put tra- it because you pee standing up or you put it down that's so funny <laughs> I, well, it don't bother me I, don't bother me nigga it don't bother me because to be, to be honest I pee all you, over this shit like, to be I pee honest, in the bathtub anyway so it don't that, matter to that me doesn't bother, shut the fuck, that doesn't bother me because I grew up with my dad and my brother so, so I'm, you know, I'm accustomed it, you look, no, you I look, look you in see. the dark I be running to the bathroom whoop okay and I've also learned to wipe that bitch before I sit the fuck down because oh, my brother ain't shit okay let me just start because I'm a pee on the seat. Coming <laughs> in next, so um, he don't even, he ain't even lift that mug. I you know it. what I'm saying? I got it. I, I got a white. He's like I got to aim like so no other. Everybody's everybody's experiences are different, and you get a piece of them when you come visit. But but really being able to pick up on a person's habits, how they spend their money, what they you know what what their Achilles heel is, you know, like I've learned that I know when he does certain things. How it's going to affect his mood? What would Whereas you do if you I wouldn't know it. Oh, that's a good question. If would I caught a mess, that don't bother me. But would it change your perspective of him if you saw him in there? No, what whacking if you it off to me a, masturbating. Oh well. Then what? Because I mean, it's just one of those. But I'm things saying he's doing something without you, and you caught him. Why am I upset about that? I'm just asking. If you caught him doing that, would that give you like you know? You living with them. You living with them, and then you caught them in there. Ha! Ha! (laughs) Well, to be honest, you're like, wait a minute. Well, to be honest with you, I expect him to do that when I'm actually menstruating. Because we have sex a lot. So to go eight days. Right, I, right, I forgot about y'all. What if y'all it's all like Asian women? What if it's like all Asian women? You know what I'm saying? Asian women? Yeah, what if it's all Asian women? What if it's all Asian women, Brittany? <laughs> <laughs> We're like flat chest and no asses. You no know what I'm saying? Eyebrows. And that's all they Hot women. Asian women. He's just going in there. Tear, going to town. Shut up. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying it's certain things that you don't pick up on unless you have had that experience with living with them a little bit before you take that take potentially, that jump. potentially i do think though that there are um like especially for those of us who are in our you know 30s and have been through a few different relationships that were long lasting or what have you there are certain things that i think that you can uh assess about another person and talk about like 
put a plan together before we move forward and before we get married or whatever the case is. Like, I need to know your habits in this area. I want to know this about you. I want to know this, this, and this. And yes, there are going to be things that slip through the cracks, but I don't think that it's a, I used to think that it was a hundred percent necessary to live with someone before you got married. But I do have a friend, a really close friend who didn't, and they are, they're doing great. Like, I don't think that it's a requirement. However, what I was going to say when it, as it uh, relates to me is that, you know, since I moved to Arizona for work, it's been two years of being in a long distance relationship. And so far it's been kicking ass. Like we've obviously had moments where it was like, okay, this is really difficult, all that shit, but it's been going well. And so what I wanted to ask or kind of touch on when it comes to this sort of unconventional, you know, married couples don't even need to live together is that an approach that could potentially like if people started to embrace the fact that we don't have to go down these paths that are what I guess society has put in place over the past several generations, we can kind of, you know, adjust it to what works now, especially in this very fast moving environment that we're in where people have access to uh, planes and, and different things that are a lot easier to to get to your significant other than than they used to be is it probably smarter for us to start embracing more unconventional things? Because what's, what's been happening is not working. The divorce rate mm. is doing nothing but going up. Well, and I think women are working now. So there's in, and they're making, say that again? I think the divorce rate is high because w- more women, women are in the workforce. Okay. They have their own money. That's the biggest reason. Like divorce rate was low back in the day because you didn't, you couldn't leave your husband. He was the provider. Right. So you're going to see the divorce rate go up because women are no longer dependent on the man as the head of household. Like now a woman can get into a relationship and as soon as they do something wrong, I'm like, fuck you. I have my own money. Have a nice life. And right. I also you know, think that that's- or or is it that men are having these false expectations of women having this old school mentality about what they're supposed to do at home and working full time? Well, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because because what I'll do is I'll I'll actually bridge the two points that both of you all made and I'll kind of lean into what Omar was saying in, in a sense of, I do think that the divorce rate probably has a lot more to do with women than it does with men. Like a lot more okay. to do with women than it does with men and not it's women are the cause, but saying that women are perpetuating the divorce in a way that before they were long suffering. Right. Right. Women have always been getting the shorter end of the stick. And now that they or you are starting to take more authority over and just command over your own lives and your own situations and circumstances, like times are changing. Right. And so this is fascinating. But I think women will always get the shortage of the stick. I mean, in, well, in well, it, well it, I don't think it, it, it not for I, much longer. I, I, I think disagree. women are about yeah. to take over. I do too. No, it's not. I do no, too. that's not what I mean. Lock her up. That's, Lock that's, her. Sorry. Okay. That's not what I mean. I mean, and we talked about this before. Me and Brittany you know, spoke on this, like the fact that we have to bear children, if we want to not just be a stay at home parent, it's always going to be, um, disproportionately harder for us. We don't have a choice. Well, well, but wait a minute though, to, to, to tap into what you were just talking about though, is what, what we're talking about, like this, this entire scenario that you just put out is a, is a redefining of what marriage is. 
And this is a difficult thing. This is actually a generational move. And so we're probably Mm -hmm. the perfect generation, like meaning us on this podcast to be waging this discussion because. Okay, Boomer. We're on the, exactly. We're on the (laughs) tail end of one generation that remembers the old guard. But then we're also the predecessors of the new generation that is trying to redefine it. I know because of the way that my family is structured that I view marriage in a more traditional sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't always feel personally compelled to be the one to redefine what marriage is, right? Like I'm one that's kind of locked into the way that it was. And so I have to determine whether or not I can accommodate to what the brand is up to this point. But I know that uh, generations beyond me, in order for marriage as an institution to exist, it's going to have to accommodate to the new ways of things, right? Like, yes, when we came up, we used to love going to Virgin Records and go to Coconuts and go to all these other places and listen to music on Tuesdays and we, you know, put on the headphones, whatever. Some people used to love when the vinyl was coming out, but you know what? It's MP3 now. So no matter how much you may have a nostalgic heart on for the way things used to be, if you're going to allow this industry to move forward, it has to accommodate to the way that people are 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 moving, right? And so if the institution of marriage is going to exist, like like and that's why what you said even in terms of what Trevor because Trevor Noah is younger than us, right? And and he also comes from another culture, which is another thing. Like that whole living in separate houses, I'm like, oh shit. Like as wild as that sounds. He's younger than y'all. He's thirty five. Yes. Oh, it's pe- oh, I'm sorry. It's people. I'm sorry. No, 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 wait, wait. She, it's people that do that. Distinction. She made a distinction <laughs> that he's younger than us, right? <laughs> but not right, them. Right. So, all right, all right. Me, I, me and him are almost right, the exact right, same right. birthday. I'll, so. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But just, but just to round out my point though, which is, which is very intriguing, because this is the point of my overall thing about just life is that we're all different, and that's okay, right? And I'm so different. Me, yeah, I'm different. Like, right. And so, like, marriage is going to have to figure out how to exist because it's going to exist. It's, it's not going away because it's a real thing. Like, souls bond. But I think that the way that they bond and the metrics and the dynamics are going to have to adjust. And I, I've never. This is the first time I've ever thought of a married couple like in the same city, living in two different houses. That shit is yeah. people that do that. It's people that do yeah. that. But That's we're crazy, actually though. That's we're crazy, actually. But meant, I could see how it. But how humans, it could work for them. But right? humans are meant to do a lot of fornicating. Like we're not I, meant to be with one person. We're not designed. I've heard to be that with one person. I've heard that before. Where a married couple, the husband stayed down the block, and she had a house down the block. Like they stayed on the same block. They had owned two homes. But and they rock they with married. each other. Yeah, and, and then the, and the kids would would alternate. They had like three boys, and they that would shit alternate. Is so crazy, and so it's that's, that's so what crazy works for them. But, but because it's a renter's market, you can't do that. But here's <laughs> you, you're so stupid. Here's here's my y'all got to live together, motherfucker. Y'all <laughs> right. can't afford. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Remember what you gonna say? Places. Remember what you gonna say, Brady? Mm-hmm. But to his point, sometimes that's why people end up shacking up. It's because of the economic. 
Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really cheaper. whether or not this is what we want, whether or not this is what we can afford to do. People that are in politics, I like my own space. They do that mm-hmm. shit because I can afford to have four girlfriends, mm-hmm. right? But but if you can only afford to have one nigga, then, then, then that's all you have. That's but it. I'm sorry. So continue your point. So, but, yeah, to me, money. I don't feel like the traditional stamp, the traditional ideologies of marriage is the issue. I don't think that it's living together. I don't think it's the idea of being with one person. I don't think that any of that actually matters. I think that we've entered a time where um, a couple of things. People understand that they have choices. So you got a lot of people who are forcing themselves into um, an institution that they they're not mentally or emotionally invested in so i think that we need to be more conscious about the type of people that we are and the type of people that you know we um how we how we accept others around us because you may want kids but you may not want to get married you may not want to be married but you be married you get married because that's what your mama and your daddy expect for you to do and so you do it for somebody else and then six seven years later after you've been living in misery, now you go out and fuck 19 bitches, have two babies on the hoe, grab and now the y'all condom get, bag, grab, grab the, the condom, condom bag, bag, and now y'all get divorced. Down. That is what a condom you know? bag exists. And so, and then we also have people, men and women, who get married for the wrong reasons, for financial stability, for for but the reason. But is that the wrong reason, though? But you know what? I do. I do think so, because I think that there needs to be an emotional connection first before you actually take that step. Like, I am 34 and I've never been married and don't plan to get married uh, unless the less is right. Unless it's a person that I genuinely like, love, want to be with. Don't mind waking up next to every day. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not one of those things I'm going to do just because, oh, now I didn't get into my 30s. I haven't been married. I need to be married or I have two kids and I should have married one of their fathers. No, the fuck I shouldn't. They're assholes. I don't know where the hell my head well, was at when it happened. You're, some, you're somebody different every 10 years is what they say. Well, the thing, that's well, and, and that's the thing, though, to think of, too, because your evolution, excuse me, your evolution you have to consider as well, which is why it's so important to make sure that your po- your partner and your counterpart is someone that not, not only do you love today, but it's someone that will grow with you right, as well. Because your social Absol- equity goes up. Absolutely. You know, or and you want it to. You want it to. And, and somebody who's going to support your, it's, it's so many different moving parts, and I don't feel like as a people many of us are our brains are processing all of that shit i think i think everybody gets when i say gets married for the wrong reason they're superficial oh well at least he fine well at least she pretty or at least he got money or at least he at least he proposed th- right at least hey. he proposed sometimes no, bitch, no, no money's always a good thing guys but no Let's no no, no. Money, money only goes so far that's not fucking because true. when shit gets repulsive <laughs> no and now money you're get, irritated get, get and annoyed the hospital god damn it no like i mean we see this <laughs> shit all the time yes. and i like again like i said there's no way in it, it, it it's what's your jam you know what i'm saying do what works for you i think that it should there's there's more than one way to skin a cat and marriage is not a cookie cutter situation so Mm -hmm. how you get there your road to how you get there when you get married is a celebration that you got there and that it worked and and you guys have figured out let me put it like this a girl i know for you a girl i know she married a guy that's very wealthy the guy cheats on her it makes her sad Mm-hmm. Right, she's very sad, but she has 
A credit card, she can go out and buy whatever she wants. So she can't leave, right? They live together, they got kids. But I said, look at it like this. You could have married some guy you could have fell in love with, not a lot of money, had kids with him. Your kids end up going to a community college. You're working a full-time job. You're struggling each day. But you're in love. But I'm like, look at this, this way. Where you at now, right? You're married to a guy that's very wealthy. Your kids are going to go to Harvard, most likely, or Yale, whatever college they want to go to. This, they don't have to worry about student loans. You get to go on vacations and trips wherever you want to go. You can even get you a little side piece she if you want. She probably don't even you like You can go them get kids. a little side piece if you want, right? <laughs> so you got to think about life, right? And just because like what she, kind of life you want to have? She married Again, for love. Does you want to run off with poor. the guy from the Dollar Tree and shit? That is not always the case. Just because she married for love does not mean that they're poor. And just because they may live modestly does not mean the kids are going to go to community college. Damn, Omar. Right. Look, here's I the thing. I'm telling you, marry for not. money. No. People give gold diggers a bad look, oh, but everyone's boy. a gold oh, digger. Oh, no, I'm on board. Everybody's a gold digger. Go marry just, for the money. Fuck it. Know what, That's the only way to get rich these days. The rent is shit. too damn high. Okay? Mm-hmm. Marry for the money. I just think money. you need to know your intentions are for getting married. Let me and ask I you see question. nothing wrong with go- I see nothing wrong with being a gold digger. Hey, yeah, dig, 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 dig it. Look, men, my jam. Men are gold diggers. I think I that, make my own shit. I think that people are giving marriage a bad rap because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Okay, you so stupid. <laughs> I think that people are giving marriage a bad rap because they don't know what they're doing. There are some who have been able to, you know, what I'm saying totally take charge and get it right for them get the formula right for them and that is amazing and that's really what what it's about do and take the steps that are necessary for you and your partner don't say this to every like you should be stuck in a box sorry boo boo I say this at every wedding, right? Then they're like, does anyone have anything to no, say? No, God. Please I grab the mic, right? And oh, everyone... My, my motherfucking wedding. When I do this, everyone's like, he about to drop that shit. This guy has it figured out. I say it at everyone's wedding. I look at everyone, and then I look at the couple. I said, you know what? I've, I've, I've had a chance to meet blah, 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 blah. You know, whoever, if I don't know who the partner is, and I go, you know what? I'm looking at them today, and I think to myself... It reminds me of a quote. When it comes to marriage, you shouldn't marry someone you can live with, but someone you can't live without. Oh and God. you found that. Oh and I'm goodness. very happy. He's and the wedding everyone, This is Kevin everyone, Hart in the wedding ring. Dude, everyone melts. Dick, <laughs> Dick Mitchum. This is Dick Look, Mitchum right everyone now. Everyone comes to like, oh my God, that was so I think beautiful. Bick with a oh beak. oh shit! It is Bick. It's Bick Mitchum. <laughs> Everyone comes up like, Bick. oh my Bick. god, that was so beautiful. That was so beautiful. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I use it at every wedding. <laughs> and I always like improvise at the beginning, yeah. and I'm like looking around at everyone as I'm holding the I'm mic. I'm totally using it. I totally just catalog like, one of your stories. I'm about to. I'm gonna kill it at somebody's <laughs> wedding. Does anyone have any additional thoughts on this unconventional relationship? That you they mean is there any more dick to pull out my pants? <laughs> 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 There's plenty of dick. Oh my oh god. god. <laughs> All right, well, Isaac, do you have an opinion? Man, uh, you know, 
not 100%, but I got a ton of opinions. And so this was one that I just kind of thought of a moment ago um, of just understanding the importance of the process, right? And just learning how to love the process. Like, I think that the meaning or... I don't even know if I want to go as far as as to call it the meaning of life, but I would say one of the goals or, or benefits of life is if you as an individual have an opportunity to learn how to enjoy the process. And what I mean by that is, and, and, and I've had to learn this personally and continually over the last, you know, few years as I've, you know, you kind of come in with these goals and you come in with these objectives and the things that you want to accomplish. And we all have a tendency to identify ourselves based off of our accomplishments and what we've achieved. Those achievements are momentary. And we know this, right? And and what even this opinion is about is totally something that you've heard a million times before. But hopefully it just it just redefines it because I think the last couple of months actually weeks for me. I'm in a unique space at this exact moment. We, as this podcast is being recorded, we are currently in two periods of time that are supposed to be the most difficult periods of time for me, period, right? Uh, I don't even know why this nigga is playing this music right now. (laughs) I don't even know what the symbolism of this is but i'm gonna continue to speak over it because this is hilarious uh but the point that i'm making is we are currently in retrograde right uh retrograde is when you find a breakdown in communication communication is core to me it is it is it is pivotal to me right but we are also in the season of scorpio so to all my scorpios out there uh, shout out to all my Scorpios But the Scorpio season for me Is normally one of the heaviest periods For me Period It just It's it's like a deep heavy period This has been the best three weeks That I've experienced Probably in the best In the last three years Like I've been having the best time ever And this is supposed to be A combination Of uh, difficult times for me Which was supposed to make this the worst time It's been the best time It's been incredibly dynamic I've been having the greatest conversations I've been making the best business moves Like the chains are moving Right um, But if there is a message That I can learn from it, it It is about Learning how to appreciate And, and enjoy the process Right Because all the stuff that's made these last three weeks awesome hasn't been like, oh, I closed this deal or, oh, we're making this. It's been the potential. It's been the process. It's been these conversations. It's been these movements. Like we just talked about our um, photo shoot last week. That was something that <clears throat> it wasn't like, you know, incredibly scripted and, you know, we've been planning this out for months, right? Right. The ideas were on point, 
But what I loved most about it, I mean, beyond obviously the fact that we got some some serious heat from it, and y'all gonna see that shit. Uh, I, I'm gonna probably use it to promote this podcast with it. But beyond that, I had to just and I fell in love with the day from start to finish. Last Saturday was just an amazing time with three of, and this is no exaggeration, my. Three people that I enjoy hanging out with damn near the most out of anyone, right? Like, so I'm around family. I'm not just around friends. I'm around family. And then to see the family come together and had this amazing moment. Like, I don't give a fuck about the response on if people like the, con- you know, the pictures or not, or if they like the content or not. I love the experience, right? Like, the experience was so... <laughs> The experience was so amazing, you know, and just the fact that as a team, right, like even as Omar is playing these 80s songs, right, like this is who we are, right? Like, how do you like y'all might not enjoy it as much as I'm enjoying it right now hearing these random ass 80s songs as I'm doing this, this opinion. But this is what makes life amazing, right? It's the moment. Yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the content, but the moment is something that cannot be erased. And while we're out here chasing likes and loves and shares and all of this superficial shit, right? While you're out here chasing all of this superficial, all of these superficial interactions, I hope what you're also chasing are legitimate, authentic, genuine experiences man that you cannot recreate because the one thing you cannot get back is time you can lose some money and you can get that money back you can lose opportunity you can get that opportunity back you want to know what you're not going to get back today you will never be able to relive today you can't go back to November 16th 2019 You cannot relive today And I know this shit sounds Cliche but it is so important That we start appreciating it Because if we don't appreciate it We're going to regret it This is going to be one of those things that we regret On our deathbed when we look back On all these moments and, and, And all of these exchanges that we had All of these times that man I wish I told this person I loved them Man, I wish I told this person how much that thing that they did that time meant to me, right? If you don't have the ability to do that, if you are not connected with life in that regard, and this is my shit right here. I ain't gonna lie, nigga. <laughs> my shit right here, nigga. The rhythm of the night. You know what I'm saying? If you cannot connect to the rhythm of the night, then what are you doing, man? And that's my opinion. And I stand by it. Oh my God. Act like this ain't your shit right here. This is my shit. Add your feet now. You can dance the whole night away. We should find an 80s party to go to tonight. You know what I'm saying? This shit was also in Last Dragon, too. Right. Oh! The rhythm of the night. Okay. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. 
You know where you can find us. Um, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, um, Google Play, Apple Music, all of the above, pretty much. Um, check out our Facebook page um, to find any updates or any upcoming shows or places where we'll just make an appearance. <laughs> and um, if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions for us, you can always hit us, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, or even um, Facebook, of course, um, to provide that for us as well. Um, Ike, you got something to say? I did. Uh, And just real quick, I almost wanted to verify this because you were saying this because I haven't told y'all this yet. So this would be fun for all of us to learn this together. Uh, Very strong, uh, damn near almost 80% possibility that the next Tequila Tales Uh is January 23rd. Get the fuck out of here. Guess when a bitch graduates. What is that? January 26th. Ooh, so okay, so January is popping. It's popping. It's, it's popping. popping. So, so keep it to there. the table because you know there may be some wild stripper party for me later um, for me graduating and shit because, um, yeah, it's going to be lit. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. You guys stay blessed. Stay positive. Don't fuck with a fuck boy because he's bad for your health. Okay, and um, you know, uh, eat more greens. It helps with your digestive system. All right, till next time.